that pumps me up there. All right. Welcome. Welcome once again, Pump Fake. This is the Pump Fake. I am John Kane with my co-host here. Uh, Andrew Jones. How are we doing again, John? All right. Welcome. This is our College Football Spectacular show. Uh, but first, we had a uh, little breaking updates in the uh, Vic situation. So we're going to start off with a little NFL talk. Yep. Apparently, uh, Michael Vick is going to play Week 3, John. A little Week 3 action, which is a interesting call by Goodell. You know, I like uh, coming back early. Uh, helped out the decision for... Uh, for Philadelphia, I'm sure, because I know they were having trouble with their uh, 53-man roster, adjusting it for Vic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, well, and it also, too, I mean, you know, it allows them to start, you know, uh, getting him ready, putting him in some packages and, you know, things that uh, I know Andy Reid was probably a little bit worried about because, I mean, if he would have had to wait till week six or maybe even week ten, you know, there would have been really no way to build a game plan around him for the long term, you know, this season. So Yeah, it helps everyone all around. I think it helps the league, too. That way they can get him starting promoting. Don't have to worry about, you know, week six, you know, how they configure their roster. Uh, all the teams can get ready for him. Yeah, it just, it just works out overall. Um, week three was kind of interesting. They didn't do uh, week two or uh, like a lot of people expected. Uh, I think Adele just said, you know, let's just do week three. How about that? Yeah, I mean, apparently it was a situation where, uh, you know, they didn't want to make him feel, uh, you know, overwhelmed, uh, you know, coming back into the league, which, you know, whatever. I mean, you know, he's a, like we talked about earlier on uh, this afternoon, you know, he's an adult. He's He's been in this league before, you know, so, I mean, I mean enough coddling him. Yeah, I mean? I mean, really, we don't have to coddle him. Uh, I think he could have physically and mentally handled it if he started right away. Uh, I just think Goodell still had to make his point and say, you know what, uh, we're going to let you in week three. Yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, he looks good. He looks like he's been playing some uh, some football there in the prison yard, you know, staying in shape. Yeah, you know? he's, he's still mean, in shape. And actually, I mean, in the uh, preseason game they got uh, going on right now, he scored a two-yard touchdown. So uh, he's, got, he's got some legs, and it was only two yards. I mean, still uh, he was able to do something. Yeah, I mean, he's in there right now under center. I mean, I'm interested to see here what he's going to do. Uh, it's a handoff, but I mean, you know, apparently they're trying to make him more of that drop back passer, and you know, we've just been switching back and forth through that Carolina game, so you know, which that's been kind of interesting. So, but at least there's now some clarity, uh, you know, to this situation. So. Yeah, I think it helps out a lot of things. Uh, they'll be they'll be able to do a lot more. Yeah. So, all right. Well, uh, you know, next little bit of uh, business here is the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers are making a move uh, at an offensive coordinator ten days before the season starts. Yeah, obviously they didn't uh, like the way things were going uh, with their uh, quarterbacks and how the offense was running. Uh, went ahead and just uh, cut them loose. Yeah, yeah you know, Raheem Morris uh, mentioned that he felt like they needed more direction on, uh, you know, the offense. And, uh, you, know, I don't, you know, I don't know. Uh, they've got quarterback issues. I mean, you know, they brought back the ageless one work done, uh, you know, to play there. So, I mean, they need some kind of direction, I guess. Maybe a youth movement you know you got brian byron Leftwich, you know as your uh, opening day starter you know i don't know yeah Leftwich uh deserved a uh a comeback of sorts because i mean he is a quality guy a quality player you know i, I do like him but yeah, it's not really the direction I, I think that they go for in the future he's a good two-year guy but i don't think they have the backup either in luke mcnown you know i don't know if he's something that they can build around later anyway yeah but uh jagodinsky there is thinking he should have stayed at boston college <laughs> <laughs> definitely yeah you gotta think i mean especially 
it's going to be tough. I mean, it's going to be tough on the guys because I think they just promoted the assistant coach. So, I mean, it's not going to be a huge system change. Yeah. I think more they just wanted the play calling to be a little bit better. Yeah, well, you know, all things considered, we'll see how things shake up down there in Tampa Bay as a uh, whole new era is uh, ushered in there. Uh, you know, the defense is uh, – it's not that scary defense anymore. You know, uh, it's just a different, uh, different feel down there in Tampa Bay. Yeah, I don't quite have uh, – the defense that they used to, uh, and, and then they do have the ageless wonder uh, work done. <laughs> Still got some quality yards in them, but uh, it's not going to lead them to anything spectacular. You know, this is probably a uh, a six win team, maybe. I, I don't even know if that. Yeah, I mean, I think you know, maybe maybe eight and eight. You know, we'll see. I mean, you know, I hate to use this the the any given Sunday analogy, but I mean any given Sunday, I mean you can go out there and beat anybody. So I mean, yeah, that's true. And they'll have something. I know we'll uh, we'll break it down more in our uh, NFL spectacular preview show next week, uh, breaking down all the teams and uh, kind of doing more of a in depth of uh, you know records for each team. So I know we'll have more of a breakdown on that. Uh, but merging right along, uh, I know we had some uh, uh, baseball news, uh, updated wild card standings, and uh, looking at how we uh, destroyed uh, Colorado after our show. We did. Uh, we absolutely last week on the uh, on the maiden voyage of the uh, pump fake. We uh, we touted the uh, Colorado Rockies as possibly starting to run away with this wild card ch- uh, chase here, and uh, lo and behold, well, we've we've got uh, we've got three teams. The Cubs are still in it, even though last week it looked like they weren't. It's scary, isn't it? They didn't lose any ground. <laughs> no. Uh, uh, <laughs> the Cub, the Cubs are six games out. I mean, then you got Florida at four and a half and Atlanta at three and a half. Then San Francisco is uh, is there at one. So, you know, John, uh, what, what did we do here? Did we just totally screw up the Maha City? Uh, you know, I think, I think it was all us. I would like to take the whole blame on uh, <laughs> really pumping them up like that. Uh, but... Uh, they did look good, and I don't know whether it's one of those things where you get a young team and they kind of just forget how to hit a uh, hit and just kind of lose their focus a little bit. You go into these slumps when you're a young, young team, and you can't really handle it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, in their last 10 games, they're 4-6. and six. Uh, San Francisco's not playing much better, you know, 6-4, and four, and then the Braves are sitting right there at uh, 500 at 5-5, five and five, and, you know, I could only see Florida, you know, falling back now that Hanley Ramirez has a little bit of an injury as well. Uh, you know, it's going to keep him out. Uh, you know, maybe he's out tonight. I know he's not playing tonight. So, I mean, we'll see how it goes, you know, the rest of the week. But Yeah, you really got to like San Francisco now uh, that Colorado's playing. Um, I don't know if they're playing bad or back to their level or whether they just, you know, just went to that little slump at the end of the year. I mean, San Francisco got the boost with the pitchers and everything. So uh, I'm almost liking San Francisco now. Yeah, but you can't really count out the Braves. I mean, you know, they just uh, – Tim Hudson's back, and uh, he looked – Fantastic the other night it's versus Florida. quite amazing, yeah, actually. And yeah. then you've got Derek Lowe, and then you've got Tommy Hansen, who's pitching this evening. Um, you know, then you got uh, Kenshin Kawakami, and you know you got a pretty good bullpen down there. Uh, they can sneak up and uh, they can sneak up and bite some people. It, it there, will John. be interesting. I did. Uh, I, I do like to see Atlanta still in it. You know, and I mean they can sneak into that wild card. Uh, Colorado and San Francisco will fight it out. I'm sure to the uh, to the dire end there. Um, Cubs, I hate to say it, but I think they're out of it, but they just kind of hang around. I mean, with Colorado uh, losing all those games, and the Cubs are only 5-5 five and five in their last 10, but still, geez, they're just hanging around. Yeah, I mean, they're six back. I mean, right now, let's see, Braves look like they're going to fall to four games back here unless they can do something here because in the bottom of the six, it's 5-3 uh, Marlins over the Braves. 
Uh, let's see more wild card news here. Uh, Rockies actually lost today, eight to three to the Mets. It's not good. And then the Phillies are uh, Phillies beat the Giants today, two to one. So you yeah. can't really if you're Colorado, you can't lose to the Mets. The Mets are like the gimme team right now. It's no, like you have yeah. to go whether you're playing in City Field or whether you're playing anywhere against the Mets. You have to beat them. It's just yeah. one of those teams you've got to beat right now coming down the end of the season. If you want to be a playoff team, you got to beat the Mets. Yeah, absolutely. You can't. I mean, that's. That's where we talk about that lack of concentration, you know, where they've just, uh, you know, it might be starting to catch up to them. That Cinderella slipper might be a, a little too loose. Might yeah, not be fitting. It's, it, they might be too early. I mean, <laughs> next year, I mean, they'll probably be a lot better team, more consistent throughout the year, and they might be better. But I think San Francisco is going to be just as good next year, if not better. Yeah. Then, I mean, jumping over to the American League, I mean, um, Seattle's out of it at eight games back, but Tampa Bay at five and Texas at two and a half. You know, Boston. Boston's got some, uh, some. You know, they've got some competition back there behind them. I don't, I don't know how you how you feel about that shaking out. Well, I think Texas is going to drop off because I think something happened to Jason Hamilton today or Josh Hamilton. Uh, I think he's got like a pinched nerve in his back, so I don't think uh, Texas will have enough without him. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'd like to see. I, I think Tampa Bay still might have a shot, but I think Boston's too tough still. Yeah, I mean, right now the Red Sox are six uh, three over the. Tampa Bay Devil Rays uh, in the top of the seventh. So I mean, as long as they can take care of business there, um, you know they can uh, they can they can uh, widen that gap a little bit. So you know, we'll, we'll see. You know, we're in the last month of we're in the uh, month of September now. Last full month of the season. It's last gonna, full month. Yeah, gonna uh, start heating up here. Yeah, I would like to say that our jinx of the week probably goes to uh, San Francisco. That uh, they'll lose five games now, and uh, yes. Bra- the Braves will be back in it now that we had the pump fake jinx in effect. Yes. Well, actually, I'm going to go ahead and just say the Braves aren't going to get in the playoffs. Um, you know, because if that uh, jinx does hold true, then we will sh- we should be we'll be dr- jinxing the Braves. That's true, and um, the Cubs could pull a uh, opposite of the '69 season where they were. Uh, <laughs> Six games up and then lost like ten in a row to uh, oh. for the Mets to catch up. So maybe they'll uh, they'll bust it out here and win like twenty in a row. Yeah, it'd be nice, you know. But I'd like to see the baby Braves get in and see what happens. Well, not baby, I guess, because Garrett Anderson and Chipper Jones. I mean, it's like kind of like the old man's club now. Yeah, it's the old man's club with the uh, pitching staff of old almost coming around for him. <sighs> let's let's keep our fingers crossed. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, we're moving around along. I think we kind of broke down baseball because we're going to focus on the show today is the uh, college football spectacular going into the first uh, week of the season here and uh, really kind of wanted to run down everything. Yeah, I mean, you know, so far this uh, South Carolina, uh, North Carolina uh, state game here has uh, it, not a lot of, of scoring, 7-3 uh, to three right now. Um, you know, the one touchdown coming on a uh, – Coming on a fumble uh, on the uh, first drive from uh, NC State, and um, you know, and then uh, we saw him uh, missed field goal uh, by uh, twenty-seven yard missed field goal uh, by South Carolina's kicker, and uh, it almost looked like John. We were talking about it just a minute ago that uh, it almost looks like South Carolina has become a little bit more um, dependent on the run, and they don't look like a typical uh, Steve Spurrier team. Um, yeah, I don't know how well that's going to play. I, mean, I think he finally lost confidence in Garcia and said, you know what, uh, especially I think he got like sacked like 100 times in the first half. <laughs> and, and he finally realized maybe this kid can't uh, or he doesn't have the smarts for this. Mm-hmm. He's still a sophomore, so I mean he still has some potential in there. Yeah, I mean he has the reins right now because the uh, other quarterback transferred, uh, transferred out. So I mean you really got to say I mean, he should have had everything in place, but 
it doesn't see, you know. I, I, he's not fitting well right there. Yeah, I mean, you know, he's had an okay game. Um, you know, Stephen Garcia, he's 11 for 20 for uh, 111 yards. Uh, he's got a pick. No touchdown passes tonight, though. Uh, you know, let's see. But, on, you know, on the other side of the ball, North Carolina State, there, uh, Russell Wilson, he's 11 for 18 with 71 yards. No picks, no INTs. I was looking at the stats for this, man. They're pretty even down the board tonight. Uh, you know, first downs, 13-10 South Carolina. Total yards, 170 to 130 South Carolina. Passing yards, 111 to 71, as we, as we talked about. I mean, they're pretty even, like, down the line. Even, even time of possession, 25-46 and 24-44, you know, South Carolina. I mean, that's... Uh, it's that's, a pretty even game. And I, you know, I would say that I predicted this to be a little bit more high scoring. I thought there'd be a little bit more uh, opening up uh, of the offense here. Well, you would think that with a Steve Spurrier offense. I mean, you know, just I remember, you know, when I was little watching all those uh, Florida, uh, you know, games when Spurrier was the coach. I mean, they were just flinging the ball over the field. Yeah, you would you would think there'd be a whole lot more of this, but it just doesn't seem to be that way. And I don't know whether, uh, you know, they just Spurrier doesn't trust them anymore or. If it's just the beginning of the uh, new area for Spurrier, you know, he just wanted to try out uh, all of his new running backs, and you know, he, he thought he saw something in NC State defense that he could uh, take advantage of. Yeah, and you know, I mean, we are waiting uh, with uh, bated breath for the uh, Boise State uh, Oregon game on the uh, Smurf turf. Uh, we're waiting for that game here. Starts, I believe, at like uh, ten fifteen uh, Eastern time tonight. I know that if you're listening tomorrow, that doesn't mean anything, but. Yeah, <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll we'll surely break that down next week. Uh, yeah. But, you know, getting right into it, we kind of wanted to run through the top 25, do a little uh, rundown of each team, what we think, and uh, kind of just a little bit of uh, maybe some potential losses, you know, and maybe like kind of just uh, just our thoughts and opinions on the uh, on the season itself for that team. And uh, we're going by the, uh, the AP top 25, so, you know, you can adjust it for that accordingly. But uh, but here's what we got. You know, of course, we have number one uh, starting out with the uh, the old Florida, Florida Gators. Yeah, uh, you know, I don't know what to say, you know, about them that hasn't been said. I mean, they're tough, man. And they open up at Charleston Southern University. Yeah, those kids are just going to get beat up. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm sorry to laugh. Anybody who uh, ends up listening to our show that goes or went to uh, Charleston Southern, but... Well, wow. you look at, you look at Florida, and you say eighteen starters returning, eleven on defense. Their defense is going to be absolutely nasty, and it's probably not the best part of their team because their offense is good. Yeah, I mean, he uh, Tim Tebow loses Percy Harvin. Um, you know, he was a big X factor for them. You know, last year, but I mean, Tebow has shown us over the last couple of years that he can take a team on his shoulder pads and you know lead them across that finish line. And I mean, it's it's going to get nasty for some teams here. I mean, the first you know three games here, it's Charleston Southern. Troy, uh, you know, Tennessee with uh, Lane Kiffin. I mean, we, we, we don't know what to expect from Tennessee this year, but I don't think they have any real shot at challenging, uh, you know, a Florida, a Tim Tebow run Florida, you know, offense. Yeah, because if you look at a weakness, maybe you say receiver just because they lost Percy Harvin. Yeah. But then you look at, you know, offensive tackle, maybe they lost a couple, couple guys. But with Tebow, I don't know that tackle is like all that important. You say just because he's so mobile back there, and you do have to worry about the run. Yeah, and he's just such a big guy. I mean, he's he's gonna, you know, he he can make his own holes if he has to scramble. And you know, I know that some of the uh, some of the stuff they were talking about at the end of last year is that I think like Vic, they kind of wanted to make him more of a drop back quarterback as well because 
you know, that was the big thing, you know, that the draft experts were talking about is how's his game going to translate to the NFL, you know, you know, just being like just that this power bruising almost fullback that plays quarterback, you know, I just. Yeah, you look at and they do have a little bit of a running back by committee, which I think will be worked out by the time they get into the uh, the big SEC games. And there really isn't that big SEC games that Florida has to go through. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, you just you can't see a lot of losses. Uh, you look at going into the uh, to the season. You know, I mean, they play Tennessee uh, at home. Yes, they Tennessee play, at home. Yeah. yeah, they play Vandy at home, and and you look at. The only well, they, road they, games. They play Florida International at home as well. Oh, yes, definitely. So yeah. that's going to be a tough test for them as well. But, I mean, you were talking about the uh, SEC. I mean, you know, uh, October 10th is a big game. You know, number 11, which they might not be number 11 when they roll in, you know, when Florida rolls into, uh, you know, Louisiana. But, I mean, LSU, you know, it's a night game at uh, at Death Valley. Yeah, I think <laughs> that's going to be their, their hardest game, I would say, that yeah. they really have to worry about and say, yeah, we got to be prepared going into this game. Yeah, well, that's absolutely going to be a must-watch game, though. I mean, yeah, that, I mean that's just going to be gonna be ridiculous. A great game. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, they they got to go to Mississippi State. You know, uh, two weeks after that, um, you know, Arkansas is at home. Uh, you know, then you got the Georgia game on the, uh, you know, on the neutral site down there in Jacksonville at the uh, cocktail party, and uh, you know, me being a Georgia fan, we'll get into that when we talk about my number thirteen Bulldogs, but. Uh, you know, he's got some dangerous games. I mean, they got to go to Columbia, you know, play South Carolina. But if South Carolina plays like they're playing this evening, you know. Uh, I don't even think there'll be a chance. I think gonna... they'll destroy him again. I mean, you look at our average margin of victory last year was 37.1 points. I mean, come on. Yeah. Uh, you know, Mr. Tebow is uh, he's going to have a field day. And then that defense is just going to run rough shed. Yeah. Oh, what do you think? Undefeated season? I think there's a hiccup along the way here. A hiccup? Uh, I mean, I know, you know, they don't... I, 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 this, this, this game right here on October 10th, this LSU, this eight o'clock night game in Louisiana. I mean, that's, that's kind of. It's tricky. Uh, you you think, know. I don't know if LSU has the defense to stop them. Uh, and I think Florida's defense is enough to stop them, but we'll just have to see, you know, it's going to be, uh, be one of those great games to watch. Yeah. I, it's just, it's, it's, it's sticking out there. You know what I mean? It's just, it, you know, cause you know, I I don't think Georgia's got the personnel to to match up really well with Florida this year. Uh, yeah, know. I think that I think uh, Florida's linebackers. I mean, you have uh, Brandon Sykes, I think six three. You know, seven hundred pounds. I mean, he's just gonna uh, run in and kill Cox. I would imagine. Yeah. Uh, even though everybody in Athens is hoping Joe Cox can pull a DJ Shockley and uh, lead us to the lead us to an SEC title at the year after the big-time quarterback leaves. But we got a little farther to go before we talk about Georgia. All right, yeah, um, moving right along, you know, yeah. we had, you know, Florida. I mean, we all know Florida and, you know, how good they're going to be yeah, and how good I they are. I still just watched that LSU game. I think that's going to be their hiccup. So we got we got our one-loss possibility for Florida that, that we're thinking. Yes. It may, maybe LSU, you know, you think maybe Georgia sneaks in there. You never know. And, you know, Florida State may have something by the end of the year. You never mm-hmm. know. You can yeah. always interstate rival. You can always say something about that last game of the year. Oh, I mean, God forbid. What if Tebow gets hurt? Yeah, then it opens up a whole different ball game. But I mean, I, I don't think he's going to get hurt. But yeah, I think without Tebow, they're a big question mark on offense. But you can like, but their defense will keep them in games. Yeah, that's defense will. I mean, I could imagine like them only allowing three to seven points against some of these teams. Yeah. And the defense in the SEC is just unreal this year, all, all the way down the board, yeah. except for obviously South Carolina. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, from number one, obviously, we will go to number two, and that is the Texas Longhorns, John. 
Uh, they've got, uh, you know, <clears throat> they've got McCoy coming back. Yeah, you got all-world quarterback McCoy. Yeah. Uh, you got 70.2 completion percentage last year. You know, That's he, a video game, man. That's video game, you know. That is. Completion. That's that's hitting every pass almost. Yeah, I mean, that's ridiculous. I mean, I mean, could you imagine throwing your quarterback out there knowing that 75% of the time <laughs> your guy's catching it? Well, and then you look at their whole offensive line returns. Yeah. You look at, I mean, the guys protecting. I mean, I would come back to that. I wouldn't go to the NFL. I'd say, heck yeah. Mm-hmm. If I had my whole offensive line coming back to protect me again and I completed 70% of my passes last year, I'm thinking he can complete 80%. Yeah, absolutely. And, I mean, you know, we're going to get a good chance to see him almost. Maybe he might pass for 100% in this game. Louisiana Monroe is the uh, first game. I know the first game is always a cakewalk for some of these upper echelon schools. But, I mean, then you got Wyoming and then uh, Texas Tech with their uh, – you know, they're on orthodox offense. You know, they got a high-powered offense over there. You know, I don't know now that Crabtree's gone what they'll if they'll give Texas any kind of threat offensively. But, you know, what do you think about uh, Texas there, uh, Johnny Boy? Uh, Texas, you know, I think a couple losses in there, you know. You, you look at uh, Oklahoma, of course, mm-hmm. uh, Missouri, yep. Uh, yep. Oklahoma State. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. A co- couple games in there you got you to gotta see. I mean, I still think they only have maybe two losses. Uh but there's a three-game stretch, and if they play Oklahoma, Missouri, Oklahoma State, yeah, I think <laughs> they they win one of those. The the end of October, the 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 end of October. Actually, October just in general is going to be a murderer's row because uh, before that Oklahoma game, they've got to play Colorado. Yeah. And I mean, not saying that Colorado's this awesome team, but I mean, you know, I mean, they're not just going to lay down. You know, I mean, so you got Colorado, then you got Oklahoma, like you said, and then Missouri, then O State. I mean, yeah, I, I like Missouri actually to pull that. Uh, do you? Even yeah. Chase, Dan- Daniel's Chase Daniels gone is gone, but the kid's good, and uh, you know I, I like him. Okay. Uh, mean, then well, you got you got Kansas uh, stuck down there. Kansas is going to be interesting, also, <laughs> because what you look at with Texas, uh, freshman cornerbacks, any kind of passing team, uh, Kansas, uh, Missouri, and mm. you're going to say that uh, it's possibly put up some points. Yeah. And that's that's typical uh, Big Twelve football to have uh, you know no defense, but uh, their defensive line is pretty good. But the freshman quarterbacks worries me is a lot. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, you know, Colt McCoy last year he threw for three thousand eight hundred and fifty nine yards, over or under. I mean, is he is he is he going to hit four thousand yards? Do you think? Uh yeah, I think he will. Well, because <laughs> you look at it, they have uh, no running game uh, whatsoever to speak of uh, yeah. this year. Uh, I, I think it's all going to be Colt McCoy all day. Uh, I would like. I think he runs away with the Heisman just because of that. Also, no uh, no Tebow for Heisman. Tebow's not going to do the uh, Archie Griffin. Yeah, I can't. I can't see it. This is a really overall interesting year with all three Heisman guys coming back. You yeah, know? Uh, Bradford, Tebow, and uh, and McCoy like this. So, I mean, it's a pretty crazy year just to have all three of those guys coming back like that. Yeah, let's see here. Well, moving right along from from number two, we go to number three, and you were just talking about uh, Mr. Bradford there, sir. And uh, he uh, he's the quarterback of the number three team in the land. Yeah, we hit on Oklahoma. Uh, I'd say actually they have the toughest schedule out of anyone. Uh, the whole the whole yard here. I mean, I, I just can't. Uh, their just schedule is tough. I mean, which is going to make it difficult for them overall. I think. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, we start out with BYU, and then you know, a few weeks later we play Tulsa. Uh, you know, then you got Miami, and then uh, you know you've got the uh, big showdown on October seventeenth with Texas. I mean. Then you got Kansas right after Texas, and then you got Nebraska, and then you've got Oklahoma State at the end of the year, and you got Texas Tech before that, and they've uh, 
they've definitely got some games. Uh, yeah, you this look year. at eight former bowl teams they have to play this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, uh, starting out the year right here, we got one, two, three, four, five ranked teams. Wait, what? Oh man, hold on. One, two, three, four, five. Yeah, like there's like five ranked teams here they've got to play yeah. this year. <laughs> I think it's going to be tough. And you look at Sam Bradford, uh, Heisman boy, uh, coming back, you know, and you look at the weakness uh, for this team is the offensive line and the wide receivers. So, uh, you know, when you have a Heisman boy coming back, you think, you know, they might be pretty good and you, you got to like your odds, but you lose your O line and you lose your receivers. It's going to be tough for the kid. Yeah, and I don't, I don't know. Do you see him throwing fifty touchdowns again this year? I mean, I know last year he kind of caught lightning in a bottle, and I mean he's a good, he's a good, good quarterback. But I'm just fifty touchdowns. I mean that's yeah. I, I like him as Stanford or Stanford uh, <laughs> Stafford Light. Uh, he's kind of <laughs> like my uh, my opinion of uh, Bradford, um, but I just can't see him doing that again with the O line and the wide receivers that they got going on in there. Yeah. So uh, what do you think here, uh, John? Do you uh, see a do you see a uh, Oklahoma return to the uh, BCS national title game? No, I can't see it. I see uh, three losses. Uh, who who they lose to? Uh, I like Oklahoma State, uh, Kansas, Texas. Really? Yeah. Not giving uh, Nebraska no love. You don't think uh, Nebraska could uh, eke one out against them? Uh, Nebraska is interesting because they they have the uh, you know the second year of their new look offense and. Uh, it could pull something out. Uh, it'll be interesting to see in that game. I, that, I think that'll be a, a good game to watch. Yeah. Well, I'm going to go ahead and say I'm taking them for two losses, and I think that they are actually going to. Uh, I think they're actually going to fall to Texas, and I think Nebraska might sneak one out. Now, I will say this. I will say this. My uh, my upset pick of their schedule. Watch out. They might lose to BYU. You never know. They might overlook them. <laughs> could and BYU is actually pretty good. So. Yeah, I could see that. Jeez, their schedule is tough. You do, you, I mean, I, I just, wow, it's going to be hard. I mean, they if they win a lot of these games, you have to consider them for BCS, but, hmm. Yeah, I mean, you know, uh, we'll see. I, I, I still think they're going to lose two games, and I think it's going to be to Nebraska. I think Nebraska is going to beat them. I think it's going to be like last-minute, like, field goal-type situation, like, you know, Oklahoma's dominated the game all night long, and then, like, all of a sudden, you know, Nebraska just, like, squeezes one out. I mean, it's not, like, you know, a big-time deal. And then, you know, the Texas game is just going to – it's going to be what it always is, which is it's a classic, you know, just a, a good football game. So Yeah, BYU. Uh, that's that's a Saturday. That's a big game. Sleeper. It's a sleeper game? It's a sleeper. It's a sleeper, and I'm just going out on a limb. All right, he's going out with BYU. I'm not uh, saying I know anything, but, you know. The sleeper pick. Yes. What's the, what's the spread in that game? I don't know. They they probably got they probably got them Oklahoma murdering them, but you know. <laughs> we'll see. Uh, BYU's what are they a top fifteen team? Uh, they're, uh, BYU is twentieth, I believe, in the nation. Twentieth. It's not too bad. I don't know. Be an interesting game. Actually, one game I kind of forgot about this Saturday. No. I will have to watch. I have to check that out. No, I think it. Uh, I think it'll be a good game with maybe BYU maybe. Getting some magic. Steve, yeah, Steve Young might play. <laughs> Steve Young might play. <laughs> Let's get Jimmy McMahon's coming back also. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, interesting game. Well, you know, I just can't imagine Oklahoma being it. But see, the thing is that they lose some of these games. I mean, they're all against ranked teams. Yeah. Once the, uh, the BCS standings come out, the computers are going to love them. So they're always going to be in the mix, even with two losses. I would say even with the competition in the SEC uh, with three losses, you know, they, they have an interesting shot, you know. 
Yeah. Uh, I mean, we'll see. Oklahoma's always up there. So, I mean, you know, they're a good football team. They deserve it. But who knows? Maybe maybe BYU will bring me some uh, some luck here because I need a lot of teams to fall for my team to jump up the rankings. So, <laughs> so but that brings us to uh, the Trojans out there in uh, wildfire land, out there in uh, California. Uh, John? Uh, USC. Yeah. Uh, moving right along. Yeah, we got uh, USC. Freshman quarterback this year. Uh, yes, Mr. Barkley. Mr. Barkley. Uh, it's an interesting name. I don't know. Yeah, it's a, uh, you know, it's a, uh, this weekend here, you got the uh, battle between the Trojans and the Spartans. So, <laughs> you know. Yeah, the, they open up with 34-point favorites. Yeah, Oklahoma's a 22-point favorite over uh, BYU. Finally found it. Oh, they are? Yeah. Uh, well, who knows? You know. Yeah, you never know. Twenty-two points. All right, that, that's our pick of the week. Then uh, Andrew yes. Jones has made the uh, yes, twenty-two the point upset. spread. Said uh, take the <laughs> points uh, with BYU. Uh, they're going to hang in and uh, go right along. Uh, but moving right along, continuing with our uh, USC here, freshman quarterback. Um, I like him to have a short leash with the kid. Um, but uh, you know, I, I, th- I think he's all right. He's got the talent, and, but he's a young kid leading a uh, a good offense. You know. Yeah, you know, the one saving grace here is, I mean, you know, it's it's gonna be, you know, pretty 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 easy game, you know, for them, uh, starting out, get them acclimated. Yeah, um, that, that's that's what's really good. I think you can start a freshman when you have when you start off with a schedule like that, and yeah. just say, geez, man. I mean, you're playing a team, you know, uh, in San Jose State who has not beaten a ranked opponent since 2000. Uh, you know, and USC is 20, 28 and one all time against opponents from the from the whack. Um, you know, so I mean, you know, this this should in all in all rights and you know on paper it looks like it's going to be, um, you know, a cakewalk. Yeah, a cakewalk, and you like to start out with that. But I mean, looking at their strengths, you say the O line is coming back, and it's easy again to start a freshman when you have a good offensive line. Yeah, uh, defense is weak again this year, and I think they'll have a lot of problems with uh, with a lot of the big teams because of that defense. Because yeah. I mean, they, I think they lost their whole defense got drafted. And is playing for an NFL team right now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, you, you got to get the kids some uh, some confidence going into the uh, horseshoe at eight o'clock in the evening. Uh, you know, on uh, September twelfth. Uh, yeah. Know, so, so what do you think? Possible losses? I got I Ohio think, State. I think Ohio State can beat them. Yes. Yeah, I think so too. Uh, Cal at Cal. Cal's up and coming. I, I think Cal. I think Cal beats them. I think Notre Dame is one to watch, though. Yeah, I got at Notre Dame too. I got three losses, maybe four. I got Oregon State in there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, what do you think about Washington? Washington's a sleeper too. They could they could sneak in there and uh, yeah. a, a nice young team. I don't know. I, Washington's got a shot too. Yeah. Um, you know, they got the Stanford game. UCLA. My biggest always complaint against this, I guess, that's just because I'm an SEC guy, is I just feel like they don't play anybody. You know, I guess that's maybe because we just don't see a lot of these teams like Cal and Oregon and Oregon State and you know, Air, you know, Arizona State last year. The you know, Georgia went in there and beat them. Yep. So you know, so I got to see them play Arizona State play. But you know, we don't see a lot of these teams out you know out here in the South. And you know, that's always been my biggest thing is that you know they don't play anybody, but they're always up there. Yeah. <laughs> it, may, it makes it kind of crazy when you think about it. It's like, geez, yeah, but it's a tough schedule though. At Ohio State, at Cal, at Notre Dame. Yeah. I mean, they're they're traveling I'm, this year. They got they got a little better schedule. Yeah. Now that I you know now that I look at it, I mean you know they're. Um, you know they're playing for they're playing four ranked teams and all the ranked teams that they play are on the road so they're not going to be, you know they're not going to be playing at the Rose Bowl this year or at the Coliseum I'm sorry yeah. Coliseum. well and then you look at uh, Notre Dame it's supposed to be uh, really good I guess I don't know 
Yeah. No, they're saying 10 wins. 10 wins, yeah. For them and a BCS. And a BCS. Lou Holtz said they're playing for the national title. I think that they're going to have to beat USC and then probably only lose one more game. I think they can only have one loss to get a BCS. Uh, Notre Dame? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, but getting back here to USC, I don't, I don't, I don't think USC is a BCS team this year. I think, and not because they're not good. I just think it's because they're just, it's a rebuilding. You yeah, know, I think it's, situation. I think it's rebuilding year. Yeah. Uh, the the defense. I mean, they did lose their whole defense, but I mean, it's like a talent pool down there. I mean, they just mm. have like kids coming out of nowhere that uh, are just NFL talent like immediately. So I mean, I think the defense will be okay, but they are a young defense. So we'll just have to see. I think a lot of teams are going to put up some points on them. And uh, we'll see how their offense can handle it, you know, with the freshman quarterback. Yep. Um, you know, I, I think three losses. Three losses out of the BCS. I think uh, Boise State has a better chance of BCS. Ooh. Ooh. Well, we'll see. Coming up here shortly. We Coming got up the, shortly. Uh, I'm liking Boise. But uh, moving right along, we head right. down from USC straight yes. into Alabama, number five. Yeah, some SEC country, finally. Finally, finally, after Florida. Because, I mean, you know, everybody knew what was going on in Florida. So Yeah, that's right. We had uh, right into Alabama. Alabama, yep. uh, interesting team this year. Uh, Start out uh, in the Georgia Dome versus uh, Virginia Tech, uh, you know, this Saturday. So it's a, it's a night game in the Georgia Dome. It should be uh, interesting. Yeah, it's, it's kind of an interesting game. And uh, you look at um, new quarterback, uh, all-time backup Craig McElroy. Uh, <laughs> we're looking at he backed up Chase Daniel in high school. Mm-hmm. And John Parker for the last three years. So yeah. I mean, you look at this kid's been waiting for like his whole life yeah. to like be quarterback. So, but all he really has to do is just lob it up to Julio Jones. I mean, he is yeah a freak. <laughs> so I mean, I, I think he's got a good shot. You know, I like the kid. I like kids that have been backups for a long time. Mm-hmm. I think I think they uh, they know the playbook better. They know everything and. They're not worried about being cocky. He can just go out there and play some football. Yeah, and I mean, I think I, th- I think Alabama I think Alabama runs this game. Uh, you know, I just I have a feeling that they're gonna be they're gonna be just jacked up. You think so? You think yeah. they're gonna destroy Virginia Tech? Not destroy, but I think that I think it's a two touchdown win. I think Whew. they win by two touchdowns. Two touchdowns, eh? All right, uh, dude. I mean, it's 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 the SEC, man. Virginia Tech. I mean, I just Alabama's a good squad. I mean, they didn't lose a whole lot last year, did they? I mean, they lost what? They lost John Parker Wilson. Yeah, they didn't lose tons of players. You know, and they still have Julio Jones, which is if they just throw the ball up. You know, I mean, yeah, I think they'll be in good shape. You know, there. I mean, he catches it. Maybe two touchdowns is a little much, but I think they win the game. And then Florida International, North Texas, and then Arkansas. I mean, that's a pretty nice little September right there. Yeah, I don't think they play a caliber of teams that. Uh, they don't play anybody other than Virginia Tech until October 10th at Mississippi, at Ole Miss. Yeah, which, and, and that's, a, that's a loss, I would say. I mean, but. Well, everybody's like you know loving Ole loving Miss. Ole Miss, and you know we'll 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 see, but um, you know and then they start their SEC run there with South Carolina, Tennessee, LSU, you know, uh, you know I I I think uh, do you think they represent the West out of the SEC in the SEC championship game? Oh, uh, I think so. I think they're and uh, I think they'll put up a fight against Florida too, but uh, I, I like them. I, I think they can run the table also. Yeah, yeah. You think they can go undefeated? Yeah, I think so. Alabama? Alabama. Really? Yeah, I don't I don't see an exceptional loss here. They get by Virginia Tech. You don't Ole think, Miss, maybe? Well see now this is the SEC, okay? I mean, you don't think LSU can beat them? LSU could. You don't think Mississippi at Ole Miss can beat them with all the talent and all the tout they've gotten over the last couple of weeks? I mean that's a tough road two road games in a row, Kentucky and Ole Miss. Yeah. It's gonna be a tough little stretch, and but then, and then you've got the Iron Bowl. 
You've got Auburn at the end of the year, which final game, and that which, could be a loss. If they if they run the table, I think they might lose to Auburn. Which I'm going to tell you right now, okay, Alabama. I mean, that is the game. If, if you could go 11 and one, and if that one loss is to Auburn, they will fire you. Yes, that's true. Okay, you don't lose to Auburn. Same thing on the other end of the deal. You know, you don't lose to Alabama if you're you know uh, if you're Auburn's coach. So I mean, you know, that's they're going to be so jacked up, and I. I think they lose. I think they lose a game, and I think it's LSU is not going to beat two top ten teams. No, uh, but you know this year, so I'm not going to say LSU. I'm going to go ahead and say that if they don't lose to Auburn at the end of the year, I think their one loss is going to be Mississippi. Okay, because they're going to overlook Mississippi. I, I could go with that. You, you got to expect one loss, uh, just because of the SEC. I agree with you, but I still like them. I, I like their. I mean, their the other teams are playing non conference or just they're going to absolutely destroy. So I mean, I don't know. It's it's going to be uh, pretty tough. I mean, I think they're going to be ranked in the uh, top five all year. Yeah. Oh yeah. Absolutely. I I think so too. I mean, you know, and then I think they're going to represent the West. You know, depending on what Mississippi does, because if Mississippi beats them. You know, then they've got the Mississippi's got the inside track. You know, obviously in the West, but yeah, you know, I think it's gonna be kind of so. crazy. What if, what if they do? Let's just say this: say they run the table and they yeah. play Florida in the uh, SEC championship. SEC game? championship. Florida so, destroys them. The, the, okay, so like we say to destroy them, but it's one versus two. Oof. And then you say, what well, what about the BCS? Do they play again? <laughs> if Florida destroys them, they won't play. Well, again. listen, if it's if it's Florida, Alabama, right, and they for some reason are ranked one versus two in the SEC title game. That is going to be unofficially the national championship game. It, it will be. I, I agree. You're yeah. going to have a lot of people saying that because I mean, if you've got two, if you've got the, the top two teams out of the SEC playing each other at the end of the year for the SEC title, that's going to be unofficially the national title game. <laughs> yes. And then you know, but I mean, if Florida beats if if Florida beats uh, you know Alabama and it is a one-two situation, uh, you know, then you know they won't play each other again. I mean, they'll drop obviously. You yeah. know, so. Oh, you know, we'll see. I just, I still think they're going to lose one game, but I think they will represent the West, the SEC West. And even though they're going to, I think they're going to lose to Mississippi. All right. So why aren't they ranked higher? I don't understand. I don't understand well, why. Because, I mean, you got Florida, you've got Oklahoma, you've got Texas, all bringing back, you know, Heisman finalists. Plus <laughs> Is the it the Heisman, Heisman factor? Yeah. You know, Heisman um, factor, new quarterback. All right. I'll give you that. You I'll know, give him a five. I mean, then, they're and, right. then, and then, you know, you got USC, which, you know, God forbid USC be ranked any lower than number four. You know, ever, you know, USC gets on my nerves. All right, anywho. All right, number five. <clears throat> Excuse me. Number five, moving right in. No, that's number five is Alabama. Yeah. Number six, moving right along to Ohio State. Yep, and We uh, hit the Big Ten. Yes, we do, which is another one of those things where I don't feel like they play anybody because it's just really Ohio, it's Ohio State, Michigan, and now Penn State is back. So. Yeah, uh, I think Penn State's horrible, but I'll get to that later. Oh, yeah. uh, we go Navy, USC. Ohio State's got a tough schedule, I think. Oh yeah, well, I mean, uh, yeah, they got USC coming in. Their strength know. of schedule is really good. Um, but I, if I, they can I, win some games, they're going to be in good shape. Yeah, but I don't, I don't want to see them play in the BCS because it's proven the last, you know, two times they've been to the national temp championship game and they played an SEC team. They got run. They did. I think they were a bit. <laughs> <laughs> they got run. Yeah, I think they'll be better, though. I think they can actually, here's my thing, they can still win uh, a BCS game. They'll be in the BCS with a loss to USC. If they Even even if they play an SEC team, you think they can win their BCS bowl game? I think they have a shot. I don't know if they could beat Alabama, uh, but, you know. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, like you said, you, they've, got, they've got USC and they've got Penn State, Iowa, the ranked teams that they play. Um, you know, 
guess you have to watch out for Michigan. They've been practicing a lot lately, you know. <laughs> so <laughs> Michigan's been practicing a lot, so they got to watch out for them. Yeah, yeah, you know. Uh, <laughs> but Illinois is pretty good, so I, I would. They're going to have to not sleep on Illinois, uh, Wisconsin, Purdue. Uh, they're having decent years, but it's still Big Ten football. Yeah. Uh, and really, at Penn State, maybe a game. Uh, Penn State's ranked, but I think they're overranked. Iowa lost their running back, so they'll probably it's the end of the year game. They'll probably be in better shape by then. I, I still only see maybe the loss to USC as the only real big loss that they're going to have. Yeah, I mean, you don't. I mean, it was a classic. I think it was maybe two years ago, maybe three years ago, when Penn State played Ohio State. Um, you know, and I think Penn State ended up winning that game. You don't think that they can? You don't think that Penn State can beat Ohio State? Not this year. Not this year. Yeah, that's, that's my pick. I, I, I'm not. I'm not liking Penn State this year. I think they're way overrated at the beginning of the year. Uh, we'll have to see. This is one of those years where Ohio State actually has a decent uh, non-conference schedule uh, with USC, of course, but uh, and Navy. I think and Navy's a, a pretty good team. So I mean, it's better than some of the other games they've always played. And you always get to the end of the year and you say Ohio State's like you know, uh, you know, one loss, and it's you know, but they're teams they've played have just been horrible so i mean at least they have some decent games in this so their strength of schedule is going to carry over well so i think they got a good shot at some bcs action here yeah and i mean you know they, they're they're gonna terrell Pryor is uh finally the man you know yeah I, I like him yeah and that's going to give uh, them totally a different look than what they've had in past years you know where they've had more of a traditional you know quarterback you know jim trussell is going to have a little bit more uh i think flexibility in that quarterback position you know he's not going to have to rely on him to you know, make the throws because Terrell Pryor can run. Yeah, well, and you look at it. I mean, they did lose some players. I mean, you look at it, they lost the running back, Beanie Wells. Uh, they lost both starting wide receivers and two offensive linemen, both kickers, and a lot of defense. Oh, my God. John, I'm sorry, but I just saw the, the Oregon uniforms right now that they're wearing, and they have feathers on their shoulder pads. <laughs> yeah, I think they were designed by – there was an article about it. They were designed by somebody weird – uh, it's like some guy just designed them for him, and uh, that's hilarious. I want to see a bill on their helmet next year, <laughs> like a <laughs> duck. Ducks. Bill. Yes. Um, breaking news here: uh, South Carolina defeated NC State in a uh, defensive game, uh, seven to three. It, it was a defense, or was it just sorry I, offense? I, uh, I mean, we got uh, Mr. Maddox for South Carolina: twenty-three rushing, twenty-three rushing attempts, and only sixty-six yards. <laughs> That's I, you know, I, I'm going to devalue both of those teams at the end of the year and by the end of the year and say, gosh, I'm, you got to play against them every week. I'm chalking this up to first game. You know what I mean? This is the first this is the first game of the season. I don't think I, I didn't we, think we, South Carolina's defense was that good. Yeah. And I thought NC State would be able to move the ball a whole lot better. And I thought South Carolina uh, didn't really do anything offensively, but. Geez, I, I don't like either of these teams at all. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, oh, here's the most hated man in my opinion. I hate Mark May. Anyway, um, <laughs> I mean, in any sport that I've ever played, the first game was always kind of like the weird game. You know what I mean? It was always like, you know, we're trying to figure everybody out. You know, you're trying to plug in the new members of your team, you know, trying to figure them out and trying to, you know, trying to work well with them. I just, I don't know. That's a new quarterback down there at USC. I think he had some issues. And, uh, uh you know, I, th- I think South Carolina. You know, they'll be fine. They'll give their SEC opponents a tough test. Yeah, I'll be. I think they'll have something, but I don't, I don't know if they'll have. This it just very wasn't much. a very good showing. It wasn't a very good football game. I don't, in my opinion. You know, uh, let's hope for more from the uh, from the late game here on the uh, on the Smurf turf. But 
Anyway, back to Ohio State. We didn't mean to take time away from you there. Uh, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Overall, uh, their running defense, I think, is going to be good. Uh, I think it will help them in the hunt for the Big Ten title because I think it's going to keep games close. They did lose both their kickers, but they do have two senior kicker backups, uh, and that's kicker and punter. So I, I like their senior kickers to uh, to lead them in a lot of games, a lot of three-point battles mm-hmm. uh, that, I, that I think they'll pull out and pretty much I think they'll run the – table and Big Ten wise and uh, they can get by USC they're a tough team but yeah. I don't know USC's a tough game I think it's going to end up being uh, even though I want USC to lose to Ohio State I think uh, that's where Ohio State probably gets their one loss is at USC um, I think they probably uh, they probably squeak one out at Penn, St- at Penn State and they probably handle Iowa I would think yeah know? Iowa's running back going down and it's kind of hurt them a lot but uh We'll it, see. It, I, don't, I don't know if they'll have anything by the end of the year. We'll have to see how their it, team turns out. By I think then. it's it's all going to come down to the Michigan game at the end of the year. I think so. You know, uh, I, well, I think we'll see. Michigan, they've been practicing a lot. <laughs> you know, practicing a lot. Yeah. Um, moving around along, we hit uh, number seven, uh, Virginia Tech. Oh, they they play the uh, Alabama. Uh, you know, Saturday night, the big Saturday game uh, this Saturday. Uh, looking at. Uh, you know, Virginia Tech, Alabama. It's going to be probably one of their biggest games of the year. Um, and I think they're going to be running the old uh, Virginia Tech game plan. Uh, go three and out, punt you deep, and then rely on defense. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, they, 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 I guess the good thing for their defense is that they've got a, uh, I guess, a rookie quarterback, you know, taking snaps for Alabama. So, you know, they can maybe, you know, harass him a little bit and get him out of rhythm if they can fluster him. You know, uh, make him make some mistakes. I think you know their defense has a chance to be the uh, the heroes of that game. Yeah, um, I mean the Saturday. offense returns everybody, but their defense and special teams is always the story with Virginia Tech. Uh, yeah, but once they get through Alabama, I, I don't see a big loss in there. No, I mean you have got the uh, thundering herd. You know, we are Marshall. Uh, they've they've got them. You know, the the second game of the year. Uh, Nebraska. Nebraska's yeah. interesting. I think that could be a good game. Boston College, no. Uh, North Carolina, eh. Yeah, Duke. Duke, ah, jeez. Georgia Tech, at Georgia Tech. Gee, do they ever go on the road? I mean, they play Duke on the road. I mean, come on. Yeah. Uh, East Carolina, the the Pirates, you know, from right up the road here. Uh, (sighs) Could be. East Carolina could be interesting. NC State. I had NC State as maybe something, but. Then you saw them play tonight. I saw them play tonight, and I said, yeah, no, NC State, uh, no chance against Virginia Tech. Uh, Their special teams will actually destroy those kids. Yeah, and I mean, you know, NC NC State showed me nothing. They scored three points. They could have easily beat South Carolina tonight. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. So what do you think here for the the Hokies, for Mr. Beamer? Uh, I think it's going to be a good game uh, tomorrow night uh, or uh, Saturday with the uh, Alabama. I, I'm back and forth in this game. I, I do uh, like Virginia Tech, and uh, I think they got a good shot. But, uh, you know, I've already declared Alabama's going undefeated, so I, I have to <laughs> stick to that, I guess. Yeah, because, I mean, they've, they've got to stop Julio Jones. So, you know, who knows? Uh, they haven't, you know, Alabama hasn't beaten Virginia Tech since 1979. So, you know, they, maybe they can ride that wave of confidence in. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I say, but I mean, even losing that game, I think, I think they could probably actually win out. Just looking at their schedule, uh, you know, I mean, losing a game at the beginning of the year to a big team, I mean, it's not going to drop them that far in the rankings. So I think they'll still be in the hunt at the end of the year if they win out. I mean, they're still a top five team, I think. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, you know, it's always been that same thing. It's better to lose early 
Yeah, if you lose the first game to a to a ranked opponent and then uh, then just go out and uh, win out, you know, you're just like, geez. Yep, better to uh, better to lose early than uh, lose late because you got that time to make up that ground. So, um, what are you uh, predicting for the uh, the Hokies here this year? You think a uh, uh, I think a top ten finish. I think I think they'll finish maybe they'll they'll be about eight or nine. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I could see that. Eight or nine. I mean, nothing spectacular, but I mean. Yeah, because I don't think any of those opponents are going to be enough to move them up very high. Yeah. Uh, they'll stay because I think they get the automatic in the big in the Big East, so they win the Big East and just kind of roll into a BCS game because they're the best uh, in the Big East. Yeah. Well, that leads us to uh, the SEC team that all the hype is around, other than Florida, and that's uh, Ole Miss. Ole Miss, very interesting team. Uh, I say, I mean, geez, the kid. Jevin Sneed. Yes, yes, the the one man from uh, keeping uh, Tim Tebow unanimous, uh, you know, all all SEC first team, uh, all <laughs> SEC, yeah, the one man. And uh, Ole Miss is an interesting team, you know. I mean, I don't know if they have enough in the SEC to uh, to contend for a title. I would say, uh, geez, you know, just look, thinking about this, I had maybe one of their losses was at South Carolina, but wow, I'm thinking that they're going to win that. I think they're a lot better offense than South Carolina is. Yeah. Um, well, I, I think they're getting a lot of a lot of pub because of Mr. Snead. But then, you know, I mean, their first couple of games, I mean, are really not a lot. Memphis. Yeah, at Memphis, southeastern Louisiana. Yeah, no good. South Carolina, who just scored seven points in a four quarter football game. I mean, it wasn't. I mean, you know, it wasn't a good showing by South Carolina. Then they've got Vanderbilt. Even though Vanderbilt has improved, I don't. I think you know Ole Miss is uh, is you know probably a little bit more capable than Vanderbilt. Then you know on October 10th you go to the Alabama comes to calling. So I mean that's their first I think big test of the year. I think that one of their happiest moments was when they looked at the schedule at the end of the year and said, "Wow, we don't have to play Florida." Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. I said, I said pure joy. We yeah. get Tennessee instead of Florida. Yeah, I mean you know they they're gonna start they're gonna start out in my opinion they're gonna start four and and then they're gonna go to then Alabama's gonna come a calling. And I think, uh, you know, I think I said Mississippi was going to beat Alabama earlier on. Yeah, you did have that. So. You know, so I mean, you know, there's there's my, uh, you know, there there, you know, there's my upset for Alabama is that they're going to get upset by uh, by Ole Miss, you know. And then after that, you don't really have anybody. You got UAB, Arkansas, Auburn, Northern Arizona. Didn't realize they had us college. And then you know Tennessee and LSU, you know, to kind of round, and then Mississippi State to kind of round out the. Uh, Last month of the college football season, they might only lose two games. Yeah, uh, I, I could see just one game, Alabama, maybe you know, if they don't pull that off at Auburn, you know, probably two losses. Yeah, two losses is pretty dang good. Yeah, know? I mean, you know, and you got to say that Al, that uh, Alabama game is going to decide that uh, it's going to decide the uh, the West unless yeah. somebody, uh, you know, uh, uh, you know, and unless. <laughs> You know, unless an LSU just, you know, goes undefeated in the SEC, which I don't – I mean, they can do yeah. it. I mean, they, they could, yeah. They could, I mean, they could do it. But, I mean, and, and you know, by, by all accounts and by from, you know, what all the, uh, you know, uh, so-called experts are saying is that, uh, you know, Ole Miss is the, uh, is the Cinderella team this year. and uh, Cinderella team uh, – will they be Cinderella at the end of the year when you have Tennessee, LSU, Mississippi State your last three games? Yeah, and nobody knows where Tennessee is going to be. You know, I yeah, mean, Lane Kiffin could have those kids playing good, and then yeah, it's, it's a whole new world out there. By the end of the year, Tennessee could be a uh, you know a top fifteen team. Yeah, you never know, you know. So, um, 
you know, we'll see where we'll see where it goes from there. I mean, you know, my my prediction is that L, that uh, Ole Miss, I think, is going to lose to LSU, and then I think, um, I think that maybe Auburn jumps up and maybe beats them, um, you know, for for two losses. So two losses. Yeah, two losses. That's what I think. I think it's going to take two losses. Um, because I've already predicted that uh, Alabama was going to come out of the West and represent the uh, was going to represent the uh, SEC West in the uh, SEC championship game. Okay, and that's yeah. what it, and that's what it would take for because I, I I think that Mississippi is going to uh, beat Alabama. Okay, so if Alabama you know runs the table the rest of the way, they need Ole Miss to lose to two other SEC West opponents, and I think they're going to lose to LSU, and I think Auburn might sneak up and, and bite them. Right. I can so see that. Yeah, I that's agree. how that's how Alabama's road to, to Atlanta is paved. So. <laughs> Alabama has paved their road. Yes. So that would know. be interesting. Okay. Yeah, I, I like that. Uh, Ole Miss, you know, probably uh, a little too overhyped, but uh, we still have them at a two-loss team at least, possibly yeah. three. I mean, we'll see. I mean, you know, I, I'm always excited when an SEC school is good because I mean that just brings more. Uh, attention to the SEC and it always just it makes the case that they have the strongest you know football conference in America and, yeah especially when you, you know, look at you know you're beyond all the other kids out of the uh, you know you're out of the Florida you're out of the uh, Georgia Alabama uh, and even Arkansas you could throw in that you know once you're out of that you always forget about Ole Miss or you forget about Vandy all those other teams that are you know putting out all world quarterbacks all the time mm-hmm. yeah so you know uh, they're a team to look for. Like I said, I think two losses. Uh, I think they. I think though their uh, their signature win of the year though is when I think they beat Alabama uh, fifth week of the fifth week of the season. Fifth so, week, all right, all right. You know, so but uh, that moves us right along to uh, uh, Oklahoma State and Mister uh, Mister Gundy there. Oklahoma State. <laughs> yes, uh, I'm a man. I'm forty. I'm a man. I'm forty. I still love. It's classic, you know. So it's one awesome. of the ultimate uh, college football just quotes out yes. there. You know, you just so, throw it out there. So awesome! <laughs> oh, the Smurf turf looks good tonight. Ah, yes. Throwing that out there. So, ah, look at Oklahoma State. You know, starting out with the uh, with Georgia. You know, Ooh, big game. That is a uh, that is a big game for for both for both programs. Um, you know, Georgia kind of think gets ripped on a little bit for never you know playing any kind of out of conference you know schools. Well, they got one this week. Um, you know, so I don't know. What do you think? They got it. Georgia goes to Stillwater. Um, you know, Oklahoma State, you know, is a good team. I mean, Zach Robinson is a good quarterback. He threw 25 touchdowns last year, passed for over 3,000 yards. Um, good backfield. Uh, yeah. 1,500 yard rusher, Kendall Hunter. Yeah. Uh, an offensive line strongest, uh, you know, and one of the strongest offensive lines in the country. Uh, a couple offensive uh, NFL uh, line prospects in there, a left tackle and center. So, I mean, they have uh, the line for it to push, you know, an and, SEC defensive team like Georgia. Yeah, and, you know, 1,400-yard uh, receiver, uh, you know, Des Bryant is coming back too. He scored 19 touchdowns last year. You know, uh, you know, they – but Oklahoma State's got a brutal schedule though, man. I mean, they start out with Georgia, which, you know – me being a little biased, I don't think people are giving Georgia the respect that they deserve. But anyway, um, uh, yeah, well, uh, uh, I mean, okay. I mean, look at this: the ranked teams that they do play after Georgia are Texas and Oklahoma. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so you know they don't have that luxury, you know, of maybe you know some teams that are maybe in the top, you know, ten that maybe shouldn't be there, but are just there because they're winning games. 
you yeah, know, I early. Th- I think or, a lot of these games, I think depend if they uh, beat Georgia Saturday. Yeah. Okay. I mm-hmm. got them losing to Houston next week. Ooh. That's, think, that's, that's that's my huge upset special. I've predicted this for a long time and working on this. And Houston, Houston is one of those sleeper teams that will put up like 150 points a game. And I, I think they're, they come off and they, uh, they have a letdown. It's my big, big letdown right there. Oh, wow. That's what, I'm, bl- that's, I'm blown away right now. I, but, I, you know, I'm, 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 proce- I'm trying to process that. So you think that coming off a big win against the number 13 Georgia Bulldogs from the best conference in America. The best conference in America. I think they fall think, off. You think Oklahoma State has a hangover the next week and, they just, they, and, and Houston just kind of sneaks up on them. Houston sneaks up on them. Really? I think Houston will sneak up on a lot of teams even though they don't play anybody besides Oklahoma State. But this is Houston's big game. Yeah. This is their, their must win. This is the game of the year for Houston. And even even with a loss, I mean, to Georgia, I still think it'll be a good game. But I think Oklahoma State would pull it off. But I think if they beat Georgia, I think it's going to be that big. Just you see it the next week, and you're like, "Geez, I can't believe Houston beat Oklahoma State." Wow. Well, I mean, you know, like I said, you know, Georgia is a winnable game. I think. I mean, I hate to say that, you know, uh, last time, you know, they played two years ago though, when the when the uh, Cowboys came to Athens, um, you know, Georgia blew them out. Uh, yeah, know. Georgia will blow out some uh, non-conference teams. I think they're whether you tell me thirty-four and three and, under uh, Mark Rick, you know, on the road against non-conference teams. Yeah, it, it's a big game, and I, I think Georgia will probably pull it out. Um, but you know, I would like to see because I want to see Houston beat them. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, but then like I said, they don't have the luxury of having any teams in that first month. You know, you know what I'm talking about? Where like you know, you've got some teams that are playing some powder puffs, right? Yeah, and then they come and play you. And you're ranked like number thirteen or fourteen, and they're ranked number five, but they they haven't played anybody. That's right. You know, and then you beat them, and you can and you jump up massive. You know what I mean? They they don't play anybody like that. And I mean, Texas is not a joke. You yeah. know what I mean? Looking at their <laughs> schedule, I mean, it's really tough actually. And I mean, I think they ruin eight to nine like last year. Um, I think actually the uh, freshman punter. Uh, ruins the year for him in a lot of these games. I think he gets destroyed by a lot of these uh, these big schools when he yeah. goes and tries to punt against these kids. Yeah, because I mean they're playing Texas A and M, which I mean that's not going to be easy. Uh, they're playing Missouri, which you know Missouri has come on Baylor. Uh, you got Texas, Iowa State, Texas Tech, you know Colorado, and then you got Oklahoma at the end of the year. You know rivalry game. How oh, Missouri in there? Oh yeah. man. If they lose to Georgia, uh, if they lose to Georgia, it's just going to start a downhill trend for the rest of the year. And I don't, yeah, if they I, they could win six games only. I I, I really think that uh, even though even even though the Bulldogs won, uh, would they win like nine games, ten games last year after being preseason number one? Um, I really think that uh, you know they have the potential. Uh, Oklahoma State does to kind of be like that Georgia team because this is the highest Oklahoma State's been ranked. Yeah, to start know, the come, year like to this. start the year. You know, so I mean, think about all the pressure that they that they've got on them. Yeah, but then you look at last year. I mean, a lot of the same guys are coming back. But I mean, they got destroyed by Oklahoma, uh, sixty-one to forty-one. Yeah, but at the beginning of the year last year, John, they weren't ranked number nine. Yeah, going in, and and you know, I think people, you know, people uh, underestimating their first opponent, saying that they're favorites against a highly ranked team. They're playing a big game right off the bat. So I don't know. I I see. I see one, two, three, possible four losses in there for them. You think they're really five and a half point favorites against Georgia? I, I know, I know, you've seen this. That's five and a half points is 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 a lot to say that yeah. they're, they're they're that good that they're going to beat Georgia by five and a half. Yeah, 
Oof, that's tricky. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I you know, we'll, we're we're coming up here to Georgia time here, where I'll really shine and be able to talk and, you know, uh, and show my uh, my my, my biased. But uh, I'm gonna go ahead and overrate Oklahoma State and uh, seven wins. Okay, I'll I'll you know. I'll take that. Yeah, I just don't like their defense. I mean, I think they allowed like 600 points last year. <laughs> That's not accurate. But against Houston last year, they allowed 37 points against Houston. Houston's better this year. Yeah. So, I mean, I have some you know thought behind my upset pick there. It was 56-37 last year. But, uh, yeah, I just – especially if they beat Georgia and haven't just, just beat them, you know, and just sneak in there, which I don't think they can do with their, uh, with their punter. I, I just I'm a big special teams guy, and I just don't like when punters are kids and uh, punting against a good special team defense like Georgia always has. Mm-hmm. I, I don't like them in this game. I'm saying take the points in Georgia. If you actually get points in a Georgia game and they're not playing Florida, you have to take it. It's yeah. just like a must take because Georgia's always going to be in some games, and I, I don't like them as favorites usually because they never cover. Right. But we're talking you're getting five and a half, even though it's at Oklahoma State. I still like Georgia in that game, and I like Oklahoma State to only have seven wins. All right, so we're going with uh, the uh, losses starting out zero and one. Then, well, we shall we shall see what the uh, what the Cowboys bring to the table uh, at a little early, you know, late afternoon game, three thirty in the afternoon. I'm sure uh, I'm sure everybody will be tuned to that. You know, top twenty five teams, big game starting out the year, so it's always good when we have that. All right, moving so. right along, we head into uh, we're back into the the Big Ten, I guess. Yep, Penn yeah, State. Penn you're, State. Uh, you, you, you're the team that you think is uh, a little bit overrated. Uh, I think they're way overrated. The the only possible conclusion I can get to see why they're ranked high. I mean, they they don't return anybody. I think they have uh, five starters returning. Mm-hmm. So I mean, they're not coming back with the same team. Is Paterno coaching from the uh, press box again this year? No, I think he's on the field. <laughs> I think he can walk again. He got his a uh, his, his robot parts. Yeah, was he here again? Who do they play? That's what I'm saying. They don't play anyway. That's my only possible reason that they can be ranked this high. I mean, Sy- I think, Syracuse has a former basketball player as their quarterback. Yeah, I think you they know? could even beat him. Actually, I mean, Temple, um, you know, Iowa. I mean, you know, th- these are all teams from up in your neck of the woods, so you know a little bit more about them. I mean, you know, Illinois, Eastern Illinois, you know. Uh, Minnesota, Michigan, Northwestern, Ohio State is only, they only play two ranked teams. Yeah, this is has just overrated way over it. I mean, these are just young kids. Uh, you know, young teams don't usually sneak their way into a national title game, and they really don't play anybody. I think they'll lose to Illinois and Ohio State, but I think that's it. Actually, I think their schedule is that easy that they're going to sneak in a lot of these games. So, I mean, they'll go to a BCS Bowl then, in your opinion? I think Ohio State's better. Ohio State will sneak in. I think uh, I don't think uh, Penn State's going to be ranked high enough to mm. uh, sneak in there because I think Boise State's going to stay in there yeah. and uh, take one of those spots. And uh, I, I don't see them as a BCS game. Okay. Well, I mean, that's just, you know, what I'm saying is they just, I just, I've always feel like the Big Ten, I mean, they don't play anybody. You know, I mean, I don't know. And this, it, It's this no out of conference, yeah. And, and this schedule right here just kind of proves it. Yeah, you, you, yeah. you would hope Syracuse would get better, but I they mean, don't. Akron. Yeah, and it's still a down year in the Big Ten. I mean, Northwestern and Michigan aren't that good yet. Um, well, Minnesota's Michigan's having Michigan's a down year. Practicing a lot. They haven't practiced a lot, <laughs> as we always say. So you never know what's going to happen there. So you know. So uh, so you're saying two losses? Two losses for Penn State, and uh, 
that's all I say about them because I think they're overrated. And uh, I think they'll next year will be an amazing year in Penn State. And I think these the kids will be a lot better. Yeah, and I, was, I, I think they're a top five team next year, okay. but this year is way too early, and uh, I don't think they should be ranked in the top twenty-five besides their schedule. All right, well, I will, uh, I will go with you on that, sir. And uh, we're going to speed this up a little bit, moving right along. Now that we're uh, getting out of the top ten, uh, we, we like to take a little time with the uh, with a little respect towards the people who made it into the top ten this year. So, um, you know, Penn State uh, rounds out our top ten. So now we go to uh, LSU. Um, Number 11, quick couple thoughts. Uh, we'll look at their schedule and maybe, um, you know, kind of maybe see where the, where the, where the losses are and, uh, you know, what uh, your projection is for them uh, this year. I don't think their defense is worthy of the SEC right now. Okay. I think they're weak there and they're going to get beat. Uh, Georgia, Alabama, Ole Miss, and Florida. <laughs> One more time for that again. <laughs> I got a loss. Uh, at home against Florida, mm-hmm. uh, they travel to Georgia and they take a loss. They uh, go to Alabama, they take a loss, uh, and they go to Ole Miss and take a loss. Four, Ooh. four losses. Well, I mean, you know, I, I think that they're gonna they're gonna start out four zero, um, and then they're gonna go to Athens. And I watched that game last year against Georgia versus LSU, and I always hate this two game stretch because LSU and Georgia is always a heck of a ball game. But, you know, last year Georgia had that game well in hand, and Georgia just kept giving it back to them. That's true. You know, they just kept letting them back in the game. And, um, you know, that's why I think, you know, I, th- I think maybe LSU is undefeated until they play Florida. I think they actually beat Georgia, and I hate to say that. Um, I'm a realistic Georgia fan, by the way. Um, you know, I, I think they run into trouble, like you said, Florida, and then I think Alabama beats them. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, you know, they, I think they lose three games. Three games. All right. I think they lose three games. I think it's four. If it's not Georgia, I think it's going to be Auburn. You know, if it's not Auburn, I think it's going to be Arkansas. I just think uh, I don't like LSU. I think they're overrated too. Okay, fair enough, sir. A little side note: they're the last in pass defense, and it doesn't get any better this year for them. Yeah. And I think these passing teams are going to kill them. I think Joe Cox is going to kill them. Joe Cox is not a bad quarterback, but we're almost there. <laughs> we're almost there. <laughs> All right, as we head right along here, uh, we headed to number 12, California. Cal, where uh, Aaron Rodgers is from, quarterback of my Green Bay Packers. All right, let's see. Uh, I think they start 3-0, and and then they uh, they head to uh, Oregon. They head to see the Ducks. Yeah, and I think that's probably a loss, I would say. Okay, and then you've got uh, USC, which uh, – you know, I think uh, I think the Golden Bears think they can win that game because of the uh, rookie quarterback over there at USC. Yeah, I, I do like Cal in that game. Uh, I think their uh, you know BC or Rose Bowl fate is decided at the Oregon game, and they that lose early that in the season. Really? Yeah, I think it's done that early. I think wow. if, they, if they can't beat Oregon, they're they're not a BC, uh, BCS Rose Bowl team. Okay, and then the here, I mean, you know, they don't play anybody past. Let's see. Yeah, they don't play. They they don't play anybody. They don't play anybody past Vegas. So you know they're they're staying pretty much in their own little world out there, and uh, you know that's not going to garner any respect. I don't think from the voters it should. Well, anyway. at Minnesota is actually an interesting game. Yeah. yeah, actually they do they do go to Minnesota and and Maryland comes to them. Other than that though, yeah, and Minnesota <laughs> is that's a big game for Minnesota. I think it's more of a big game for Minnesota than it is for uh, Cal, mm-hmm. and uh, and Minnesota that's like their big time game. That's their big out-of-conference game, and Minnesota's a better team than they've been. So I, I do like Minnesota in that game, but I think Cal's an up-and-coming team. I don't think they're quite year, there yet. Their defense is better, but I think they're uh, a little bit overrated. Okay. All right, moving right along then. Let's see here. 
I think we hit uh we hit Georgia now, don't we? Did we hit Georgia? Yeah. You saw the uh, smile creep across my face. Oh, my Georgia Bulldogs. The uh, second year with no Munson. It's kind of sad. It, it's tough. It's tough it's, to listen. Well, actually, you know, I don't think they do a bad job. You know what I mean? I, I don't. I don't think uh, Zaire does a bad job. You know, calling games and stuff. I. It's actually kind of fun. I, you know, I don't. I don't mind listening to it. So, um, finally, uh, you know, Georgia's gonna. They're gonna venture out and play some teams, which is what they've been. They've been killed for in the past. Is that you know they have good teams, but who who did they play? Yeah. You know, uh, out of conference, everybody knows about the SEC. We're not going to beat that dead horse anymore. But I mean, who did they play other than that? And I mean, this year they're showing it. They're going to play Oklahoma State. They're going to play Arizona State again. Um, you know, those are two tough non-conference. You know, non-conference schools. I mean, you know, last year they went to Arizona State and took care of business. So this year, Arizona State comes here. Um, you know, and then they're going to they're going to start on the road to Oklahoma State. Um, you know what do you what do you think there, John? I know we just well, talked about Oklahoma the, State. The, the big things that, that got to go on here uh, for Georgia to be good. Cox has to be good. He has to excel. The offensive line has to be way better than it was last year. Well, and they're going to be because I mean you've got to think here, man. Last year, um, I mean it was just like a who's who of injured list going on with them. You know what I mean? Before even the first game started, they were getting hurt in practice. You know. Um, I think the pressure is off of them from being a preseason number one. I don't think they're going to lose as much as people think with uh, Caleb King is backing up Sean Moreno. Caleb King was a highly recruited running back. They just turn out running backs at Georgia. They do, and it's just amazing. You know, so, I mean, I, I, I don't think Sean is going to be missed as much. Stafford, I hate to say this, but, you know, I, I never thought he was the greatest thing ever there. I, I didn't either. I was, uh, I was always weak on Stafford, and I never liked him as the number one pick, but in the NFL, but, you know, we'll see. I mean, he's shown pretty good at Detroit, so he's better than I thought he was. Well, just even at Georgia, though, my, my whole problem was he was supposed to be, like, the guy. He was supposed to be the one that was going to get us over that hump and take us to the national title, you know, and stuff like that, you know. And, uh, you know, a little-known guy, David Green, got us farther than anybody, you yeah. know, uh, other than, I think, uh, Buck Blue. So... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you think uh, Joe Cox is? Uh, I think Joe Cox is going to be fine because he's throwing to, uh, he's you know he's throwing to AJ Green. Yeah, really good uh, receiver AJ Green, Michael Moore. You yeah. uh, know, I, I like I like him pretty good actually. You know, and I mean, there's still a couple losses in there. They get through Oklahoma State. Uh, LSU is going to be tough. At Tennessee is going to be tough. Well, I think for them. South Carolina is going to be tough. They're always tough. Nah, that I, game is all. That game is always tough. I think South Carolina's lost. I know that's that's a big game, and Georgia plays to the level of their opponents a lot of times. Absolutely, they don't they don't they don't like try to kill their opponents. No, ever. And, but I think just South Carolina looks so horrible. I think their defense will kill them. Yeah, I mean, I I could I, I think they're going to beat Oklahoma State. Um, I think that they're going to go into LSU four zero. Um, I think they beat LSU. I I honestly, I know I said I was a realistic Georgia fan. And I know that I said I think LSU can beat Georgia, but I think Georgia can beat LSU. So I mean, I'm not picking a winner in that game. Okay. I, th- I think either, you know, either team can win that game. Either team can win that game. But and there, there is a possibility I think that they could go into that Halloween, Halloween afternoon matchup against Florida, undefeated. And I know that you're kind of hearing the my voice raise when I say this, uh, but I mean, they could beat Arkansas, don't you think? Yeah. They could beat Arizona State. They did last year. As vicious, you, you can see it. It plays out perfectly. Their schedule is like built like just for how they want to play this year. 
Then, and, and, and they start off good. So they, and they the, get the they get the week off before the Florida game. That's yeah, their bye week. It, it's always the big thing to have that week off beforehand, and they always play better because of that. Yeah. And if they beat Florida, gosh, I mean, and if they're undefeated going into Florida, they beat Florida. I mean, they don't play anybody the rest of the year except Auburn. But I mean, well, they play they play Auburn and Georgia Tech, which Georgia Tech beat them last year. You know, funny story. I was on the way home from my honeymoon, and uh, you know, we turn on the uh, turn on the Georgia game to listen to it. You know, and uh. It says, oh, Matt Stafford has passed for like, you know, 550 yards and thrown four touchdowns. And I'm like, you know, I was like, oh, hell yeah, you know, we're winning this game. And it's like, but Georgia Tech's still up by three. I was like, son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah, you're just like, <laughs> what, really? Yeah. You know. how, how could you pass for that much and still lose? Yeah. So, you know, but uh, so that, that always makes me, that Georgia Tech game is always scary, which, you know, we'll get to them here in about, in, in, you know, after, after the next team. But um, I think their defense has to play a whole lot better this year. The defense, yes. they gave up way too many points last year. 41 points to Alabama. Jeez, uh, you look at 38 to LSU, 49 to Florida, 38 to Kentucky. You can't do that. Well, no, they last year they just won shootouts when they won. Yeah. I mean, that's that's really all you know that happened. Uh, their defense didn't stop anybody. I, I think with an improved offensive line, I think Joe Cox is just going to be more of a manager of the game. Yep. You know, um, I think Caleb King will run. Uh, I think he'll be fine. I think uh, their defense will be strong. I could see them. I could see them, like I said, going either way at the LSU game. I think Florida will probably end up beating them. Um, yeah, I think Florida's too good for them. Yeah, Florida's way too good for them. I don't see Georgia matching up well with them at all. I mean, I don't no. see anybody matching up well with Florida. So, um, you know, and then I, you know, I, I see two losses. You know, uh, with a possible third. Uh, with Auburn coming in because Auburn just always plays us tough. Yeah. Okay. Two so, or three losses. Two or three losses. I think we're. Uh, I think we're heading to the Outback Bowl again. You know, maybe you know. So that's yeah. that's, that's how I, I mean that puts see. them like what third in the SEC, fourth in the SEC. Um. Yeah, I mean they'll finish second in the SEC. I mean behind in the SEC East behind Florida. In the SEC East, but overall, right, but I think they consider more overall. Third. Yeah, third or fourth. Yeah. Well, then yeah, they end up number three. So, you know, in the in the SEC, but I mean. You know, good good building. You know, you know it's a rebuilding year this year. I mean, you know, you lose two, you lose two highly touted, you know, draft picks. So you know, I don't know. So heading out to the game we're actually watching right now on the uh, Smurf turf here, Boise State. Boise State. It's like uh, my big team. I I like them for a BCS game right off the bat. That's all I'm saying. I think they can go undefeated if they beat. I mean, obviously, then don't you know the. Uh, it, you know, if they beat Oregon tonight, I could see them running the table. Yeah, they they virtually play no one. Uh, <laughs> I mean, we have at Fresno State, at Bowling Green, at Hawaii, at Hawaii, which I've never been impressed with Hawaii because you know, uh, at home they're tough, but uh, you know, at home, I mean, I think it'll be a good game. It'll probably be you know fifty to something, but I think last year, I mean, they beat them twenty-seven to seven. Hawaii's still rebuilding, so I mean, I don't see them putting up any fight. Yeah, but they actually play no one. I, I think they yeah. just destroy everyone again this year. Yeah, I mean they've got a they've got a forty nine game you know regular season home winning streak. You know, with them playing you know half their games at home, you yeah. know I, I I see them going undefeated. I see them being uh, our BCS buster uh, this year. Yeah, I, I think they're definitely in the BCS, and I think they're ranked high enough to start the year that they actually have a huge shot of uh, a national title game. That'd be that. I mean, that'd be cool to see. You know, a non BCS school. You know, well, because I, I just look at it because, like we predicted, you know, Florida, Alabama, you know, they, they both were on the table one, two, you know, and look at a BCS as a. Then uh, they knock each other off in December. Yeah. You and know, then you look at, you had yeah. to go Boise State, Oklahoma, Texas as kind of the teams up there. And you say, 
you know, I want to see Boise State play one of those. I don't want them to play TCU again. Yeah. All right. Well, that moves us to the uh, number 15, uh, Georgia Tech Ramblin' Rack. The uh, the Yellow Jackets here, uh, they start off the uh, season with a hard game at Jackson, you know, Jacksonville State Gamecocks, come a calling. But then you head in. Then you head in. They got uh, they got Clemson. They got Miami, North Carolina, Mississippi State, Florida State. You know Virginia Tech. I mean, they 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 play. They have got a tough schedule. Yeah, they start with the second year of the option offense. They're running up there now uh, with Paul Johnson. Uh, you know, it'd be interesting to see. You know, they're starting off with some easy teams to kind of get in the groove. Mm-hmm. Um, but I still like them for a lot of losses. Yeah, I you know I I think uh, I see right here. I think they probably got one. Two, three, possible four losses. Four losses, yeah. I see easy four. Yeah, I, th- I think they lose to Georgia. I think Georgia's fired up from last year's beatdown. Uh, I think Virginia Tech is just too good for them. Uh, I think Florida State uh, is going to take it to them. And then I, I, I could see either Clemson or Miami maybe beating them in the first month of the year. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I definitely see Miami, uh, Georgia, Virginia Tech, uh, uh, Miami, North Carolina. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> So, well, you know, not like uh, we really give a crap too much about what, you know, Georgia Tech does. So other than the fact that our boss went there and played for them. So anyhow, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't so, like him at all. Yeah. Sorry, Keith Holmes. All right. Uh, that leads us to the Ducks, the, uh, the Oregon, Oregon Ducks, the, uh, you know, playing tonight right now. First quarter, it's a zero zero Boise State uh, on the. Uh, you know, on the blue, on the uh, on, on the, the blue, blue carpet. So. Yeah, this is one of their biggest games, and uh, you know, besides USC and uh, oh, I think it's huge. Arizona, Arizona State, but those are all at the end of the year. I mean, this is their big premier game Thursday night. This is your big showing. Uh, they got to win that, and we said that for Boise State. You know, that like if they can get through Oregon, you know, they're probably undefeated. Yeah, but Oregon's got a little rough patch here because they play Purdue, which I think they'll win. But I mean, then you got number nineteen Utah. You got number 12, Cal, and then, you know, on Halloween, you're playing uh, USC. Yeah, this is a tougher schedule so. than you'd think for, like, uh, for these guys. I mean, they're going to have some tough weeks in there. All these games are going to be pretty close. Yeah. Uh, I, I like them for a good bit of losses, actually, also. I, I think they're going to lose tonight, um, so that's one. I think they're going to I think they're gonna lose to Utah. Utah's good. I mean, they went undefeated last year. Mm-hmm. Only team, <laughs> you know. Um, and then I think they're going to lose to USC. And then uh, I think you sprinkle on a loss maybe, well, probably at Cal, too. I'd imagine California beats them. I mean, God, they might start the, they might start the year at one and one and four. Jeez, I could even see Purdue pulling an upset. So you really look at – You think possibly 0 and go 4 possibly? Or 0 4, 0 and 4 5, I mean, yeah. For, uh, you know, for, we're looking at like an 0 and 4 out of a number 16 team to start the year. I mean, it's a tough – it's a it's a tough little uh, – it's a tough little thing. I mean, you know, if – if they, if they if they get a win this uh, this month, I think it'll probably be against Utah. I think they'll I think they'll lose tonight, and I think they'll lose to Cal. So they might end up two and two, uh, you know, through September. And then I think they're going to lose that Halloween game at USC. Yeah, um, four or five losses. Yeah, I mean, I don't I don't think that they're going to really be any kind of factor. But we could be wrong. We, you know, we did say the Rockies were the. Uh, next best thing so yeah in all likelihood Oregon could go undefeated and play the national championship game yes as long as they wear lime lime green I don't care <laughs> there so, we go yeah they they are awesome um all right TCU TCU uh I don't know the horn frogs uh you know they start out uh you know Virginia they start out at Virginia this year and then uh, their third game of the year is uh Clemson so you know 
what what do you what do you what do you what do you think here? Uh, they they don't have a I wouldn't say they have an easy schedule. I um, mean, you know, they've got Virginia, which I don't think is going to be a cakewalk. Uh, Clemson is a good team with a new head coach. A lot of excitement surrounding that program. Uh, then you got BYU. You got Utah. They got to play. Um, yeah, I can't. I can't see them being that good. I think they're way overranked at seventeen. I think they're a top thirty team, but I think that's it. And I think they only have fifteen seniors on their team. I mean, yeah. they're a young team as anybody. Mm. Well, what do you what do you got for them? I think that I think they're going to lose. In my mind, be giving Utah way too much credit here. I think they're going to lose to Utah, and I think they're going to lose to Brigham Young, and I think Clemson might beat them. Yeah, Clemson, uh, Brigham Young, uh, Utah. Jeez, I I wouldn't even be surprised if it was Air Force too. Okay, so not expecting a whole lot. Yeah, top thirty team. I don't expect too much. I think they just snuck in last year with a good schedule. And um, yeah, but they did beat Boise State last year, so they're coming off a big victory in a bowl game. I don't like them that much, though. All right. So moving from TCU, we go to uh, Free Shoes University. That's a little old school there. Florida State. Florida State. What do we think about old Mr. Bowden's crew here this year? Oh, they start off tough. Well, they start off with Miami, and then uh, then Jacksonville State comes to call for them too. Yeah, Just Jacksonville like State playing the, uh, the the super hard schedule. Ooh. Uh, Florida State. Uh, it's a big Monday night game. I think it's Monday night. They're playing uh, Miami. Yes, sir. Uh, I like the uh, the Monday night in college football. Yeah, start out the year. Cool. Yeah, that's always that's always cool. The more college football we can get, the better. Um, you know, I already see one glaring loss, which is Florida. Yeah. Uh, they're going to lose to Florida. Um, At North Carolina. Yeah, and I think Georgia Tech could beat them. I had NC State, too, but NC State looks so bad today, I don't see them beating them. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. for, for some reason, I, I continually just, I think I like, I, I don't know why I like Clemson so much, but I just I just think they've got that new coach over there. It's a culture change. I just think... You know, some some special things may happen. I don't think Clemson's going to be a factor in much, but I think that they're going to have some some signature wins this year. I think they're going to have some special Saturdays uh, yeah. up there in South Carolina. So. Yeah, I don't think their defense is good enough to carry them in a lot of these games. It's going to keep a lot of games close, and they pull off some of these, but I don't see uh, you know much out of them. Yeah. So uh, what are you what are you saying? I, I you know we, we know they they we know they lose going to Florida. Um, because I still think Florida is going to go undefeated national champions. Um, I see five losses. Oh, I still th- I still think that's enough to win the SEC though. Yeah, I mean the ACC is not, you know, it, it, you know it's not the SEC, and I mean it's not even the Big Ten. <laughs> no, it's a weak division, and gosh, I, I think North Carolina can beat them. I think Georgia Tech. Yeah. Uh, South Florida has a shot. I don't know BYU. I don't like Florida State at all. Yeah. I just, you know, I think it might be time. And, I mean, I know this is sack or uh, religion, but uh, I think it might be time for a, a little bit of a culture change down there in Tallahassee as well. I think uh, I think the freshman cornerbacks that aren't very good uh, really destroys your team and your defense. And mm-hmm. uh, I just don't like them at all coming off that. Uh, those kids down there trying to protect the pass against a lot of these mm-hmm. uh, offensive teams. So, uh well, we got the uh, next up. We got the uh, Utah Utes at number nineteen, the uh, <clears throat> the uh, only team last year to go undefeated. Uh, Utah is better than uh, people think, and I know we've picked them in a couple games almost already in these yeah. big games. And uh, well, they're getting the uh, they're getting the uh, big boy schedule this year. Uh, you know, for, that's I guess your reward. Uh, 
you know, for uh, for going undefeated. I mean, right now in halftime, they're up 26-17, you know, uh, against Utah State. But then you go uh, you go straight to Oregon. Uh, you know, you got to play TCU, which is 17. you got to play Brigham, Brigham Young at the end of the year, which is ranked number 20 going into the year. Um, you know. Yeah, you look at, I mean, they've already allowed 17 points this year, which is a little bit more than they usually allow. Utah State only scored uh, 10 last year against uh, Utah, so they're probably not as good defensively. Uh, but they can put up points like nobody else. Yeah, I, I don't see them going undefeated this year like they did last year, but I do think that uh, I think they'll be I think they'll be a little bit of a factor. I think they'll be a top fifteen team. Yeah, I could see that easily. Uh, I think at BYU at the end of the year is going to be just a huge game. I don't think that uh, Utah will be undefeated at that point uh, going into that game, but that's going to be a really good game. I think. Yeah, I I I expect good things uh, from them. I don't expect greatness like last year, but. Um, you know, I think, like I said, I think they'll be a top fifteen team. I think they'll have some, uh, I think they'll have some nice, uh, some nice moments this year. Yeah, and, uh, if, if they can get through Oregon uh, and and beat Oregon, they had a heck of a shot at a BCS. But uh, I don't think they can get by Oregon. I think Oregon's better than them. Yeah, and, I think they're, uh, they're going to play in a nice bowl game. Yeah, they'll get the Mountain West title and play in a pretty good game. Yeah. Uh, they're not uh, feeling the love of. Uh, you, you, you look at these other teams ahead of them, and you say, "Geez, they should be better." Uh, higher ranked you would think you know since i beat alabama last year you know you yeah. think they'd have a lot more respect but they're just not having it yeah well um that moves us right, right along to uh the team that uh utah faces um at the end of the year uh byu uh coming in at number 20 this year uh starting off at number three <laughs> oklahoma i think we can go ahead and be safe to say they're going to start out zero and one yes um you know, then uh, Tulane, and then you got uh, number 18, Florida State. Yeah, well, see, uh, last year they lost uh, two of their first three games and still and they rattle off 11 wins. I, they, they might even do that again, you know. Uh, you look at Oklahoma and Florida State uh, again at the beginning of the year, but then they run through this fairly easy schedule, so to speak, I guess maybe, you know, a couple of tough games in there, but you get Utah at home uh, at the end of the year. Uh, geez, I think maybe two losses, 11-2 and two again. Hmm. I say maybe ten and three. I I think you know obviously they're going to lose. They're going to lose Saturday. I, I just you know uh, they're they're playing at uh, Jerry Jones's uh, Taj Mahal there. Maybe somebody will hit the uh, scoreboard. Which by the way, they don't have to move. They don't have to we, move. It's actually high enough. Yeah, we uh, we talked about last week how awesome that thing is, and they don't have to move it. But anyway, um, you know I think they lose to Oklahoma. I think Florida State uh, beats them. I think uh, Utah beats them. Um, you know, I, I see three losses. Three losses? Okay. Yeah, BYU, we like them. Uh, I like the underdog teams like like BYU, like, a, uh, you know, just those kind of just teams that are kind of out there that played everybody tough, put up good points, and, you know, a pretty decent team. Yeah, I think I think they'll have a nice little, uh, a nice season. I think they'll go to a, uh, they'll go to a decent bowl game. I, I, I think it'll be a good, uh, I think it'll be a good year for them. Yeah, I, I think you're accurate of the two or three losses. Uh you know, TCU, TCU killed them last year. Probably kill them again. Uh, Utah, it's going to be a better game. I think they're a better team this year. But yeah, BYU, yeah, right. ten and three, eleven and two, pretty easy. All right. Well, now we're getting down uh, to uh, teams twenty-one through twenty-five. Um, usually, these are reserved for you know, kind of uh, teams that finished strong. I think at the end of last year, and who uh, people have maybe they've got some confidence in, but maybe some questions. Um, but there's some traditional schools down here uh, in the uh, top 25 or the bottom 
25 here. Uh, Nebraska, Notre Dame at 23 and 24. But uh, we start out with North Carolina at 21. 21, North Carolina. Uh, interesting team. Uh, you kind of you don't really expect to see more of a basketball school. Uh, the deep, uh, the uh, the football program's coming along nicely. Uh, starting out with the Citadel, though, so, I mean, you know, they're starting off pretty easy. Mm-hmm. Probably yep. 3-0 and going into Georgia Tech at Georgia Tech. Probably see a loss there, so, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, they're returning nine starters on defense. Um, yeah, and they're all, they actually return almost their whole team. Yeah. I, think, I think they have two, three, four starters that aren't coming back. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, they're a lot stronger than people will think. Yeah. Uh, well, don't uh, underestimate down there what uh, Skip Holtz is doing down there at East Carolina. You know, uh, yeah, he's he runs a pretty tough little program down there. You know, he uh, he they might they might sneak up and beat uh, beat North Carolina. I mean, I don't North Carolina's not this football power. You no, know? and you can't expect them to just be in every game like uh, like like they were. But I mean, yeah, uh, it, I mean, it's an interesting schedule because they really play to uh, to their favor. Oh, absolutely! Uh, I mean, not a lot of huge losses, but they're the teams they play. Geez, I mean, the Citadel uh, at Connecticut. Yeah, uh, Virginia, Georgia Southern in the middle yeah. of the year. I mean, geez. Georgia Southern, my wife's alma mater. Yeah, um, <laughs> you know, but Georgia Southern's good. They're a little different. The, you know, I remember way back when they 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 used to run that wing T offense. I don't know what they're doing down there anymore. I don't think they're running that. But, um, you know, they definitely uh, they definitely got some ranked teams here. Eighteen Florida State, and then after that, you got Virginia Tech, uh, and then Boston College, North Carolina State. I mean, I just, uh, I see. I see, I see one. I see three losses, possible four. Uh, I think maybe East Carolina uh, upsets them because I watched a lot of East Carolina games last year and I really liked them. Really like in East Carolina. Uh, I see that a lot in, uh, in in your discussion here, and it seems like they play every team in the uh, in they're, the top twenty five here so far. Yes, so, uh, they do. They're they're tough, and I, like I said, they're you know because they're so close to where we are here in Georgia. You know, just right down the road, uh, we see a lot of their games, and uh, they're not a bad team. You know, I, I think they're going to, you know, they maybe give some people some problems. Uh, you know, like I said, I'm not totally sold that they're going to beat, you know, North Carolina. I think North Carolina could beat East Carolina. But, um, you know, watch for that to be kind of a hard-fought game. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, three, four losses. Yeah, three, I think three definite. Three definite. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't, I don't think they, I don't think that they beat Virginia Tech or Florida State. And uh, I think Georgia Tech squeaks one out. Yeah, and I think that's enough to maybe get them, uh, Geez, you know, into the top 25 still at the end of the year. I uh, don't think it's enough for any kind of big bowl game or anything. Kind of the same as last year. Yeah. Well, now we are moved to 22, which is uh, Iowa. Uh, your neck of the woods, sir. Big Iowa coming back. Uh, strong quarterback coming back for them. Uh, they'll be in good shape. Uh, with the recent news, the running back going down. I know that's going to hurt. Uh, but their defense is nasty. Linebackers probably some of the best linebackers in the country besides uh, – uh, USC and Florida, uh, you look at down there. Uh, but their defense is going to be really good. Offensive line, they're always so good at offensive line. It's all that corn and pig up there in Iowa that uh, these big, fat offensive linemen guys. So, you know, I, I like them pretty decent. Without their running back going down, I think that's going to hurt them a lot. But uh, Ricky Stanzi at quarterback, I think, is going to be really, uh, really good for them. And a weak Big Ten conference, I think they'll, they'll be all right. Yeah, but I mean, do you think that they've got the talent to jump? Uh, you know, the favorite Penn State, uh, the Ohio State University, which I think might probably, which is probably gonna end up winning the Big Ten. Um, you know, and then plus, you know, Michigan—they've been practicing a lot. 
Yeah, another team that plays the level of their opponents, uh, kind of one of those things. And, you know, last year they lost to Northwestern, you know. And they had a, a better schedule, a schedule that was built to maybe make some moves last year and actually uh, do pretty well. Then they lost three games in a row to Pittsburgh, Northwestern, and Michigan State. Mm-hmm. I think you'll see something like that again where they probably lose to Arizona, and they, you know, and then they lose at Penn State. You know, and then they head to Michigan and probably, or they get Michigan at home and they probably lay an egg in that game too because they've been practicing a lot. <laughs> so what do you think here for uh I think they're number 4 in the Big 10. Mm-hmm. Uh I don't think anything special out of them. Okay. Do you think they finish the year uh top 25? Uh top 25 uh maybe. I think just on their defense alone they might sneak in there mm-hmm. and beat a couple of these Big 10 teams, but I can't see a lot of it. I think Ohio at Ohio State at the end of the year is going to be a pretty big game for Ohio State, but it's not going to be a big game for Iowa. Okay. Well, uh, you know, uh, number 23, Notre Dame. Notre Dame, the Fighting Irish, as uh, Lou Holtz says, possibly contending for a BCS title, which is tough. They're going to be having to move and jump a lot of people to head up to uh, to the top here. You know, starting out twenty four, kind of in the hole. Um, but you know what? I like Nevada in Week One. Do you really? Uh, you know, Charlie Weiss has to win some games here. <laughs> you know, I uh, he's on the hot seat here. Um, they're talking about BCS bowl game for uh, for Notre Dame. Uh, not out of the question. They play one ranked opponent, and that is USC. Yeah, I mean you can't. That's their only real big game. I, I just think they're going to have some tough games in there, and uh, I like it starting out in Nevada. Uh, I like probably a loss there. I don't think they're ready for that game, and then they probably go pretty good and win out going to uh, USC. Uh, probably a loss there too. I don't think they're good enough. So we're looking at two losses out of the BCS again. I don't think they have it. Charlie Weiss is fired. Yeah, I mean, can you believe that? I mean, you know, since 2006, this is only their second. This is their first top 25 appearance since 2006. Yeah, and I the mean, whole reason they're, they're in the top 25 right now is their whole offense returns. And I mean, Jimmy but, Clausen. And, and Jimmy Clausen, yeah. So, I mean, they'll, they'll be better on offense. And they're going to put up some points. I mean, but USC's defense is way too good for them. They, they can't beat that. And... They can't get a BCS uh, in the BCS hunt without beating USC. That's okay. their only game that's like superb caliber. They have to beat USC, and so I don't think you, they can. What are you saying for them? They're going to lose to USC. Lose to USC. I, I like I like Nevada in the in the upset at the beginning of the year. Oh, okay, it's just okay. so everybody talks about it all day, and I think they lose at Pittsburgh too. I think they lose at USC. I think they lose at Pittsburgh. I think those are the only two losses for them. Um, I just I just don't think it's good enough though. Uh, at the end of the day. No, I, I I don't think they have enough, and uh, but yeah. I think two losses will still get them a BCS bowl. I mean that, that, that. I think it's a top ten. I don't think they can get in the BCS. I think uh, with Boise State stinking in and uh, yeah. Oklahoma, Texas being there, and uh, Florida's going to be there, and Florida, well, Alabama. Well, you've got to you've got to remember too, though. I mean, you know, um, you know, Florida, Florida facing whoever they face in the national championship game. That's a separate game. Yeah. So there's still four BCS bowls <laughs> available. True, but you, you got to look at you got to take the uh, the ACC team. Or the Big East team, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and take the ACC. ACC, winner. yeah. Well, the, or, um, you know, yeah. Well, then you got some, I think you got some at large. Which, there's two at larges, I think. Which, I mean, the only. No, they added a bowl game this year, so there's three at larges. Mm, okay, so, I mean, I think two losses might be enough. I think I think Charlie Weiss has a has a shamrock up his ass, and I think he'll pull out a BCS bowl game. Now, do they win that game? I don't know. Because I, I don't know who they would play. Yeah. Um, so, you know, uh, but I think he, uh, I think he goes to a BCS bowl game. I think he, uh, maybe choirs the, quiets the alumni there 
uh, you know, for now. And, for now, okay. Right. And I think maybe he keeps his job by the skin of his skin of his teeth. Nah, I, I think he's fired. I think he goes back to uh, work for uh, Belichick. No, I think he works for Josh McDaniel in uh, Kansas <laughs> City, and uh, Matt Castle becomes all-world quarterback. And a, uh, <laughs> I'm just throwing that out there. <laughs> all right, now we've got Nebraska. Nebraska, interesting team. Uh, I think they're a little underranked. Uh, schedule's pretty decent in their favor. Uh, yeah, the first two games: Florida Atlantic, Arkansas State. Yeah, and then you head to Virginia Tech, and so I mean, you kind of say that's going to be a huge game for them. They get by that. I think they're looking pretty nice because they don't play anybody till at Baylor, Oklahoma, and at Kansas. So I mean, so you think? You, well, they go they go to Missouri. I know we're putting a lot of weight on Missouri here for a couple of games. Yeah, year. Missouri is is kind of one of those sleeper teams out there. Yeah. Um, Nebraska, I don't know. It's going to be an interesting year. I think they could uh, uh, do some damage. Uh, their defense has to be uh, a lot better. Uh, first time starter at quarterback and a new set of wide receivers. It's going to make it tough. Uh, I think that's keeping them from being ranked any higher right now. I know some people have had them high as 16 in a lot of early polls before the AP came out. So, I mean, yeah. they're kind of up and down of where they should be ranked. I think they are a little bit underrated, but, uh, yeah, I don't have them in a lot of these games. All right. Well, so uh, what, what do we say loss-wise for them? What do you think? Uh, what do you th- think? I think three or four losses. Pretty easy. Do you? Yeah. Okay. I think they most definitely probably lose to Oklahoma. Um, I think uh, – I think the I think the Kansas Nebraska game, I think that'll be maybe I think that I think that could go back or forth, you know I think it might be you know I, I think maybe that might be Kansas's uh, signature win maybe, you know if everything if 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 Kansas plays well yeah if Kansas plays well Kansas that's going to be well a huge game the year which we're actually about to talk about them here shortly yeah because they're ranked number twenty five yeah so, so I mean but, um, you know it's a good segue in to see what their schedule looks like but I think uh, I, I think maybe three losses yeah for them uh, I think. I think they're like a like a year away. Yeah, and they're getting closer. That you could smell it last year, and, and they're starting to come along. And uh, I think next year they're going to be really good. Yeah, uh, and I think probably preseason rankings will have them in the top five yeah. next year. And uh, you know, but um, I still think three or four losses this year, unless Tommy Frazier is walking through that door. Yeah, you know, yeah, and you get Lawrence <laughs> Phillips back. Yes. All right, that leads us to the twenty uh, fifth team in the land uh, to round out our top twenty five. Uh, yeah, right now the top 25 of our college football spectacular here on the Pump Fake. Uh, we got uh, Kansas. The Kansas uh, Jayhawks. Interesting team. I always, I always like these kind of weird teams that are like, uh, you think just huge offensive teams and that pass the ball in conferences that run the ball up north like this, you know? Yeah. It's just totally different to me. Uh, in the Midwest, you think it's just the big running backs and everything, but then you get Kansas in there who yeah. puts up points like they're nothing. Yeah, I mean, you know, if uh, history serves them right, uh, they've won five straight season openers. Uh, by an average of uh, 27 points. So Northern Colorado, better pack a lunch. Yeah, uh, they're, they're not going to be doing very good. Yeah, and I mean, then they go to, then, you know, they go to UTEP, and then they go, oh, yeah. then Duke, then Southern Miss, you know, uh, and, uh, you know, unless, you know, unless Brett Favre decided to re-enroll in college, he's not their quarterback anymore. Yeah, it, you know, and you then, really look at three, five, six. I mean, they don't, they don't play anybody till Oklahoma. 7-0 going into Oklahoma. Because I think they beat Colorado. Todd Reesing is a good quarterback. I mean, he threw 32 touchdowns last year. And, I mean, damn near threw for 4,000 yards. So, you know, they, they play Oklahoma. And I think they play them tough. I don't think they beat them. No, I don't obviously. think they beat them either. I think they play them tough. But I think Oklahoma's too strong. Texas at Texas Tech is going to be huge. Yep. And then there we go. We get to that 11-14 game, uh, you know, with Nebraska coming in, which I said I think is going to be Kansas's. Uh, because I don't think Kansas beats uh, Oklahoma. 
but I think Nebraska might be, you know, ranked a little higher than 24 coming into this game. And I think Kansas will probably be ranked a little higher than 25. So it's going to be a big game for them. Yeah, I think, and that will probably decide the uh, the Big 12 North title, uh, Kansas, Nebraska. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, you know, because, I mean, we did put a lot of weight on Missouri for some games. Missouri's got a pretty tough schedule. And they got a pretty from, good shot, yeah, but they're going to be a tough schedule, yeah. But Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, you know. Uh, so you look at Kansas possibly playing Oklahoma twice. Oh, God. And then you got to say, wow, Oklahoma or, or, has a huge shot yeah, to like, go I all mean, the way. I mean, or you got to think here, too, Oklahoma, because, you know, well, no, maybe not. Because if Oklahoma loses to Texas at the uh, Red River. That's true. So, I mean, you know, they're going to knock each other off. And then, I mean, Kansas and Nebraska, I mean, that's going to decide the North. So, I mean, you got to think, though, I mean, Kansas could possibly play Oklahoma and then they could play Texas in one year. You know, that's that's rough. <laughs> that's rough for anything. Oh, yeah, they do because they, they travel to Texas already November 21st. And right. then looking at the title game, possibly coming out after that, playing Oklahoma or Texas again. Right. You know, they could play one of those two teams twice. That's it. That's ridiculous. Yeah, that's hurting a team like Kansas. Yeah, because I mean, I mean, not saying Kansas was going to play for any kind of national title or anything, but I mean, yeah, yeah if they could put up some huge points yeah. and possibly see, that's the thing that's crazy about college football is because a team like Kansas will lose to Oklahoma, lose to Texas, uh, you know, beat Nebraska, beat Missouri, win the Big Twelve North, and then go in and upset someone like Texas or Oklahoma. Shock the world. And the shock the t- world. Big 12 champions. Yeah, and mess up the whole ranking system. And, yeah. and that's where the playoff system comes but in. We've you just seen think it's so much but, better. But we've seen it, though, a couple of years ago. Um, God, who was it? I think it, I think it was Oklahoma. Uh, you know, they, they lost the uh, Big 12 championship game, but they still played for the national still title. Still played for the national And I think you have to because they already beat Kansas once. So, and you say, geez, they... There's a split. There's a split series. Could you imagine if the stars align? And uh, Todd Reeson goes out of his mind, uh, you know, this year. I mean, think about this. If they could beat Oklahoma, if they could beat Texas, if they could beat Nebraska, if they could go undefeated, okay, and especially if, you know, depending on what happens, you know, at the Red River, depending on who they would play in the Big 12 championship game, okay, you know, say say they beat Oklahoma, say they beat Texas, and then say, you know, which what I think is going to happen, I think Oklahoma is going to beat Texas in the Red River, Um you know, say, you know, Oklahoma's ranked number two, and then you got Kansas coming in, and they beat Oklahoma for the second time in the year. Yeah. And Oklahoma is ranked up there in either the two or three slot again. Whew. Kansas. Could you imagine that? I mean, I know I'm going out on a really, really, uh, you know, unsturdy ledge there. But uh, Yeah, you would have to, uh, if, if Riesling if is align, that good. No. Yeah. Heisman talk right there. That 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 is, and I think you know what I think. The pump fake needs to get behind a team this year. I think we need to take a team that we wouldn't normally root for, and I think we need to jump on their bandwagon. Kansas is Kansas our team. You, Kansas is one there. We'll have uh, the, the only reason why I pick Kansas is because out of all the teams in the top twenty-five, they play the most top like five the, the upper echelon teams yeah and right at the end of the year it makes it really scary because it's like because yeah i mean they're right coming into at their the own end of the year yeah. because they're getting hot oklahoma and texas have already beat up on each other you know what i mean earlier in the year you know so it uh yeah because i mean it, that rounds out our top 25 and then you look at yeah. it, you know a couple other teams that i think are probably going to sneak in there uh, i like illinois sneaking into the top 25 by the end of the year Houston, I like. is kind of like my pick. They got all-world quarterback down there. Cincinnati, I like. Uh, I always like Vanderbilt to sneak in. Oregon yeah. State, kind of like my uh, little teams that are kind of pulled something in there. 
So, uh, do we officially jump on the Kansas Jayhawk bandwagon? I think we're, we'll we'll give them the pump fake salute. Uh, okay, and, and, uh, and uh, are they are they our team? Are they the pump fake official college football team this year? Because we're going to do this in the NFL as well. I, I give them one game. If they beat uh, North Colorado <laughs> by forty points, I, I like them. Okay. I, I give I give them a shot. That's my starting point. Uh, okay. I don't know. I'll have to look at the spread to see what it I is. Because I mean, we're going to do this next week when we do our NFL fantacular. But uh, you know, we're going to pick a team. You know, like the uh, like the Dolphins or the Falcons were last year. It's just a team that comes out of nowhere. You know, and uh, I, I'm going to go on record here and say that uh, I'm going to jump on the Jayhawks bandwagon, even though I root for Georgia every game they play. Uh, I think that they're going to be my official uh, bandwagon team. I'm going to I'm going to root for Kansas. Kansas, all right. You heard it here first. We're uh, on the Kansas bandwagon. We'll be following them throughout the year at the uh, thepumpfake.com. It's thepumpfake.com. Uh, kind of breaking down, uh, going into the weekend here. A uh, couple big games I like as far as betting on. If you're going to think about it, I like uh, Western Michigan beating Michigan this week. Even though Michigan's been practicing a lot, that's kind of like my pick. Going out till tomorrow, uh, Western Michigan is a 13-point uh underdog and uh they covered the last eight years in a game like this okay okay uh, big pick uh you know i like nevada tomorrow so what's your uh what, what, what would you say sir if somebody wanted to make some money this weekend i, I like western michigan uh take georgia in the points georgia i mean you got to take points in georgia in a georgia game nevada plus 14 i like some points there uh i just have a good feeling about nevada Baylor two and a half at Wake Forest. Uh, I like Baylor. I think they're underrated this year. I have a good team. And give me one more, John. What do you got for me? Uh, Oklahoma minus twenty-two. I think that's guaranteed. You got to take a big team like that. I don't know if I'm going to touch Virginia Tech, Alabama. I just think that's a tough game, and I still haven't called it yet. I'll have a prediction on the website here shortly, but I can't. I can't get a feel for that game yet. I'm going to have to run it through the old uh, the computer program. Okay, and just to kind of recap some scores uh, from this uh, opening evening of college football, um, Oregon uh, and Boise State right now are tied with uh, nine minutes to go in the uh, second quarter at uh, at zeros, and uh, Utah is um, leading right now, twenty six seventeen over Utah State uh, with a nine fifty eight in the third, um, and then we all know South Carolina won an epic uh, versus uh, North Carolina State, uh, you know seven to three to uh you know start their season off on the uh i guess right foot there so um, yeah looking at that kind of you know wrapping up the show i mean it's uh we've pretty much ran through the uh the college football spectacular here kind of breaking down everything uh you know there's there's gonna be some big games this weekend is gonna decide a lot another side game i got cincinnati plus six over Rutgers. uh i like that i like uh cincinnati straight up it's one of my sleeper teams on the year so all right go bet some cincinnati uh make some money all right. Well, I think that uh, wrapping up the uh, the pump fake spectacular, uh, we launched the uh, the Twitter uh, the Twitter site. It's P Fake. Uh, you can hit us up on Twitter. We're uh, chronicling throughout the day. I know we were chatting with uh, some Ocho Cinco earlier uh, about his Chad State Insurance company that he's rolling out. Uh, but uh, we're looking forward to some good uh, football talk next week. We get the uh, NFL spectacular. Um, we will have our 
800 number. It's 877-294-FAKE. You can call us up and we can break down your fantasy trade advice that you have. Anything crazy that you're thinking about doing, uh, rolled out. But we'll have that on the website. I know we've been getting some uh, good traffic lately, so uh, a lot of good discussions we'll have on there. And I'm going to have all my updated picks on there for you. All right. And... uh I mean, I got really nothing else. I mean, it just should be a uh, should be a good week with the uh, wild card heating up, and then uh, college football getting started. And uh, we're a week away from the pros, Johnny boy. Yep, we'll break it down next week with the NFL spectacular show. Uh, thank everyone for listening. This is the Pump Fake. All right, that's it. That's all. I'm Andrew. I'm Andrew. I'm John. We'll break it down. Have a good night, everybody. All right, later.